Because you know there's a handful of people actually running everything. That's true. It's provable. Not it's all about not. control. To them we just cattle. Numbers battling each other while they're creeping in the shadows. Scheming, plotting, clocking your every move. Locked in your mind, brainwashed until it's rocking. Got the population operating as they want them. Symbolically mocking them, thinking nothing can stop them. So open your eyes to the lies of the evil. The poison in the minds and the lives of your people. And every time they lead you down the line to deceive you. And by then, it's always too late to see. Through the veil that they hide behind Cause your third eye is blind Better take a stand We running out of time Ain't nobody coming to save us Fuck what you had in mind Arm yourself with the truth And jump behind the battle line Can we turn it around? Yeah, it's possible The Bible will fall But united world stops This is for the world This is for the masses Attached to the strings Being pulled by puppet masters This is for the youth Searching for the proof Keep on looking for the clues I'll provide you with some truth This is for the ones Waking up from the spell Beginning to discover themselves Yeah, this is for the youth Searching for the truth Keep on looking for the clues I'll provide you with some proof Hey, yo, the stage is set The game is rigged The system isn't broken It was designed this way And only the blind obey Give their mind away To these political, parasitical, cynical, criminal-minded individuals Getting you to surrender your freedoms To the hands of the state With every boogeyman they create Playing they order out of chaos In order to enslave us Distorted our brains to morally degrade us Faces off against each other Why they move the pieces On the global chessboard Direct in the hordes I don't come to bring peace I was set with a sword A truth To get you mentally ready for war Step forth If you got the balls To call out these tyrants Or submit your compliance Through silence Cause in this guilty system Ain't a single soul to trust It ain't right versus left It's a state versus this us This is for the world This is for the masses Attached to the strings Being pulled by puppet masters This is for the youth Searching for the proof Keep on looking for the clues I'll provide you with some truth This is for the ones Waking up from the spell Beginning to discover themselves Yeah, this is for the youth Searching for the truth Keep on looking for the clues I'll provide you with some proof This is for the world World All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another edition of A Hitchhiker's Guide to Truth. I am your host, James Cordiner. Uh, today is uh, Saturday, June 11th, 2022. I, like always, I like to begin the week, uh, begin the show out by, you know, uh, thanking the listeners and everyone out there that, that's showing support to, uh, to my work, to the great work, to everyone else's work. This is the first week that I am actually aware of being on the One Great Work Network streaming live. So uh, thank you for that opportunity, Mark Passio, and to my producer, uh, Aaron. So I really uh, appreciate the hard work that you guys are doing. Uh, Joe Murray, of course, he wrote and performed that uh, music that you heard coming into the show. Thank you. And uh well a couple of other things uh the conference so it's well underway um getting great feedback from that so thank you everyone for showing that uh and thank you for the speakers and speaking of speakers 
we have one of the speakers at the conference with us here tonight. So in a second, we'll get to that. But um, let's see, I don't have the usual thing, but you saw it in the intro. And so without any further ado, we will bring in the speaker tonight. The guest is Ivan Oyola Jr. And Ivan from Phoenix, as most of you know him. And uh, so uh, in any case, Ivan, thank you for being here. What's going on, dude? It's been a few weeks since I saw you. What have you been up to? Sleeping. No. <laughs> <laughs> they live, we sleep, so I sleep. No, a little bit of work and just catching up on stuff, you know, away from home for a week, week and a half. So you come back and you got to play catch up, you know, so. But yeah, just just nothing new, you know, a couple podcasts here and there, you know, Francesco and Joe and these are automatic. We went ahead and did a uh, Can You Handle the Truth in Music, Volume 10. So that's out there floating around in the internet verse. But yeah. And now I'm here with you because you invited me. And I was like, damn, dude, really? You're going to take time out of my busy life to do this? Really? This? This is not even important. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Great work. Hello. Well, <laughs> I'm sorry to bother things. you. We got to laugh. We got to laugh and make fun of things. But then this this might tie in a little bit with the theme of the show, the tolerance, what people tolerate and what they don't tolerate, what they have yeah. time for and what they don't have time for. Yeah. Well, sorry to take up your time. I know, tonight. right? Bastard. how rude of me I know. you know <laughs> you could be doing so many other things right now like sleeping no i'm just kidding <laughs> well anyways yeah that, that brings so you brought up uh the the tolerance right um so tonight's episode is titled the obfuscation of tolerance and who better to talk about things being obfuscated with than you ivan i mean you You've never been on my show before. We we've done plenty of podcasts together, but I've never really had a chance to, you know, get you in the hot seat and to like to flesh out a topic with you like this. Um, we're usually we're usually you know teaming up with with Joe or Francesco together and talking about a topic or music or something like that. But it's it's been just over a year since you and I met and still not have ha, have had you as a guest on my show here so you know what better what better way to do it than to start talking about something like this especially this month of this year <laughs> and tolerance and like you know how uh you had said how tolerance can be a good and bad thing so let's start there what what do you mean like what what do you mean it can, how can it be a bad thing i thought tolerance was good i thought tolerating things meant that you're just accepting it. What, like, how can it be bad? I know, right? I mean, geez, the arrogance of me, or ignorance of me, or the stupidity of me, or whatever. Just bring them on. Just start calling me names, people. But no, th this is just things. You know, I don't have a PhD. I didn't go to college, university, or anything. Um, little over fifty years old. And my qualifications are life. What's your <laughs> life. What's your sign? I'm a Virgo. Hey, Virgo. Oh, and you'd like small dogs. Anyway, <laughs> go on. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she's back there. But yeah, so 
it's just life experiences and then experiences, observations, and then contemplation, because you got to think about these things. And, and people go a lot with meditation, meditating. I don't really meditate. It's just when I'm laying down my eyes closed and there's thoughts going through my head and just relaxing and thinking about things and pondering and contemplating. And then just how things kind of coincidentally kind of start making sense and connecting. And then what I see and hear in the world or through online or on TV or in interactions, these things start kind of connecting dots. And it's funny how that works, huh? How the mind and the brain is able to do these things, isn't it? It's just weird, you know, like, what the fuck? <laughs> and I don't do any hallucinogens or, you know, psychotropic drugs or anything, or just thinking, just taking information in and thinking and observing what's happening in the world. And so when you asked me to come on the show, what we can talk about, I was like, huh, I didn't even put it together that we're in June and this is now pride month and so the tolerance you know all this stuff but for some reason tolerance is what came to mind and it was because of other reasons of tolerance so you were okay with uh quote-unquote profanity on your show because we can cut loose because i can cut loose because to really nail it home you got a freaking how you feeling with that you good depends on what the fuck you mean by profanity there we go. What the fuck? Yeah, that's about it. Like you fucking, can, by all means, speak. You know, so, you know yeah. speak with Parhesia. Speak true. You know, speak with the words that that help you speak fluently and and to to get your point across. I'm not here to hold back your your language at all. Like that's not what we do over here. You know, I get colorful with it and everything. So you know, dude. Great. You know, do what you got to do. Say what you got to say. How you got to say it to. Uh, for your version of effective communication to happen. Thank you. Ah, there we go. <laughs> Thank you for displaying your level of tolerance. Aha, see? Ah. <laughs> some people are not tolerant. Like, oh, 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 we need to... Well, that's a form of tolerance, what you accept and what you don't accept. You know? But yeah, so right off the bat, like things going on here in the last couple of weeks, this is what kind of triggered some of this thought. Basically, that's shooting that happened recently not too long ago and now all of a sudden the gun grabs or protect the children save the children you know how dare we you know oh the second amendment people oh my god the children whereas just yeah. a few weeks before aborting babies and killing them left and right because it's my body my choice was fine tolerate that accept the woman's choice you see what's happening here you see the amount of bullshit that goes on here so I recently on a Twitter commented on a tweet that somebody put about the shooting and all this stuff. I was like, just categorize it as abortion and no one will have a problem with it. <laughs> Hypocrites. Right? Think about it, right? Babies dying every day and people are like, hey, her body, her choice. But 20 some odd get shot in a school. Oh, Lord. Oh, my God. What? The world's coming to an end. You fucking full of shit, people. So pardon my French or don't pardon my French. That's how... Tolerance gets obfuscated. That's just in that area. Look, at, I already went there. Not to mention, you know, yeah, the homosexuality, LGBTQ thing and all this. That's a lot of the hijacking happens there with the tolerance and stuff. But, right. you know, uh, that, that's what triggered me was with this tolerance was there. With one week, you're talking abortion and the right to kill babies because it's a choice. And then when somebody kills babies or children in another way, like, oh, Lord, it's like the cognitive dissonance there folks come on really tolerant what you tolerate what you don't tolerate granted yes murder you know taking of life you know 
natural law non-aggression principle yes that applies there but to see the reactions it doesn't apply in one area because it's her body her choice but then you got to go all crazy and make everybody else who owns a gun or something guilty like oh you're contributing to this because you know your gun rights second amendment you're hiding behind that come on people get your heads out your asses so that's part of the tolerance there the other tolerance now they start getting a little more this is where the obfuscation comes in is you know just your everyday life you know like we know we need food clothing and shelter and we've brought talked about this before when it comes to the proxyism money and all this but there's levels of tolerance again people you know go crazy with oh homelessness and and the starving and oh my god we got to do something this and that but then when you point out like you know money is the problem oh no no it's capitalism is great this is what provides all that it's like no <laughs> there's a certain level that you know you can tolerate that's part of tolerance you can tolerate you know that x amount of people working x amount of time make x amount of money some people make a lot more some people make a lot less well guess what that margin is going to have a negative side too where there are going to be people that don't make enough or aren't hireable or you know that there's only so many jobs out there where people can you know live on because the cost of living and that's something else that we've grown accustomed to or tolerated to be able to brand it that way well the cost of living it's like wait you're just alive there shouldn't there's not supposed to be a cost of living that's more right. obfuscation going on in people's heads that in order to live to feed clothe and shelter yourself you need money you need proxies hello mind control you know that's all bullshit but that's another level of tolerance because we tolerate that it's like well you know well of course i mean how how else is life gonna be you know and so you tolerate homelessness you tolerate you know starvation because if you support one the package deal means you're gonna have a percentage that's gonna fall in there that's negative tolerance you know that's that's what i would suggest so you know there's a whole bunch of different areas i mean i was thinking about tolerance in different uh aspects like physical tolerance you know you have emotional tolerance and i'd say maybe even spiritual tolerance you know so just real briefly the physical tolerance if somebody tries to commit violence upon you that's not accepted you know to the theft right right your health you know your safety your physical things that's not tolerated but yet the tolerance is okay when a perceived authority does it you know through something called taxation or through laws or something it's okay cuz see here's tolerance again swinging from yeah. a good tolerance to a negative tolerance is like again you people people who believe this stuff you're full of shit <laughs> you're a part of the problem you condone slavery because you condone it you accept you tolerate it hence tolerance these are the obfuscations you know they tinker with this stuff in a way it's like if you do it this way and I'm by this group or call it these names it's okay but this other way oh you're you're evil sinful what's wrong with you see so again it's just a thing i just contemplated this was pondering this i was like you know what tolerance yeah again it's a neutral thing that can be manipulated into a good or a bad thing and people don't even realize that so that's just a brief quick little summary of of all the shit that's been bouncing around in my head if you want to take it in a certain direction. There's a lot of directions we could take it from mm -hmm. there. You know, you you're always quick with it, so I appreciate that, you know what I mean? Uh hope everybody 
could keep up with that. Uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, there's, there's a few things that you said there that, that make me think about this, like uh, how, you know, we tolerate things and tolerance has been uh, transformed into, oh, well, if you're tolerating it, then that means that you're a virtuous person, right? It's almost been transformed. I think I, I, not almost, it has been transformed into that where tolerance is a virtue. Now it's not because it's really just uh, tolerance is, is to the real, the real the, like definition of tolerance is just like putting up with something, right? Like, I mean, I don't have the definition in front of me, but it's always been this word that makes me think about just like kind of dealing with something like shrugging it off or carrying it like a boulder, you know, like a burden, you tolerate something like that. But now it's been transformed into this like virtuous thing where before, whenever I've heard the word tolerance, it's always been like, oh, well, we know that it's something bad. Uh, we know that it's something maybe even immoral. We know that it's something that shouldn't be, but we put up with it almost like, a, like I hate to use the term, but a necessary evil, right? Or a necessary bad thing that, you know, you can't avoid. So you just tolerate it. You learn to live with it, right? Because there's nothing you can do to change it. But that doesn't mean it's something that's good. You know, it's just some, that this means that it's something that's just like, eh, you kind of just eh, throw your hands in the air and I, well, I give up fighting against it, pushing, pushing back against it never works. So I guess I'm just going to tolerate it, you know, learn to go along to get along. You know what I mean? When, um, yeah, there are some things in the world where tolerance is, tolerance is cool where, something that you might not agree with somebody on, right? Let's talk about that part for a second. All right. So the alphabet people, the LGBT community, whatever. Um, yeah, I don't agree with them, uh, you know, but I'll tolerate it to a point because they're not hurting anybody just because they want to live a lifestyle as an adult. They're not hurting anyone, right? There's no, you know, but once they start, you know, fucking around with kids and, coercing people into accepting them, right? Like uh, limiting speech, coercing people's speech. And then under the, uh, under the guise of being fair and tolerant, um, it's not really fair and tolerant because you're coercing me into acting a certain way that, that meets your standards, that meets, uh, and it's harmful. Right. So I could be called a, uh, I could be say, somebody could say to me just then and there, like, well, aren't you doing the same thing? No, because I'm not, I, I'm not trying to cause harm to anybody. I'm not coercing, coercing anybody into, into doing this. I'm saying, use your free will, do as you will. Right. If you're not hurting anyone with your actions, like it's not, I got nothing to say about that. So do, do whatever you want until you start hurting someone or something, you know, or if you're, stealing someone's free will, free expression. Nope. You can only talk to me if you call me him, her, them, this, whatever, or call me by right. like, wait, now you're stealing right. my, that, that's voice. coercion, right? Yes. That's, that's like, that's what I'm referring to as coercion you know, like where, oh, and now all of a sudden, oh, the Facebook police are going to come after you or the, uh, you know, uh, the, uh, the HR department at your job is going to come after you and fire you because you called somebody with a beard, a dude. And now they're like, but like that one guy at the, you probably saw the video a couple of years ago at the GameStop where he's like, 
he's like, call me, ma'am. And it's like he, the guy, the guy like behind the counter was like, here's your, you know, copy of, you know, your video game, sir. And he's like, can't you see I'm a ma'am? And it's like, dude, you're six foot four. You have stubble all over your face. Like you, just because you're wearing a skirt. Like, I don't know your, what am I supposed to? And he's like, I'll show you a sir. It's like, come on, man. This is not, you know, it's not, it's not the, <laughs> that's There's like that a, attempt that's of a, tolerance run amok. Right. And it's like, oh, be fair and tolerant. It's like under the threat of violence. I don't think so. See, that's where tolerance needs to stop is when you're being, being told that if you're not going to act, if you're, oh, if you're not going to bend to our will, we're going to, we're going to be violent toward you. That's when you're like, I'm not going to tolerate that. I'm not, I'm not going to tolerate that. Fuck that. And so we just talked a little bit about like some of the cultural stuff going on this day and age. It's been going on for a couple of decades. Actually, it's just been kind of a slow turn up of the heat. Um, no problem. No, I, I, you know, I don't care what anyone else does with their time. Like, I don't care what anyone else does with their life. I got no problem with, you know, the, the lesbians and the gay guys and, and like all these people that want to live their life the way they want to live it. And they're not hurting anybody by doing that. They're not doing anything like that. I'd consider unnatural. You know, it's, it's, it is what it is. Do with your body, what you please. Don't go and try to brainwash kids and groom kids into, do, into doing things that are fucking, that are in my, that are like strange to me, you know, or like even sexually grooming kids is kind of fucked up at, no matter what you try to, however, whatever spin you try to put on it, it's always going to be fucked up. But like when, when uh, you're, you know, a grown ass person and you're basically telling people, you know, how they can speak, you can't do that. You can suggest things until you're blue in the face. You can, you know, be like, oh, this is hate speech. And you know what? Maybe you're right. Maybe the speech you're saying is something that's like, you know, putting someone down or whatever. But words, what's the saying? Sticks and stones can break my bones, but words can never hurt me. If a word is hurting you, then that means that there's something fucked up upstairs in your head and you got skin as thick as a paper bag. And you need to do some work on yourself and figure yourself out. And so you can stand up on your own two feet in your power and not let these stupid fucking words hurt you. Okay. And until then you can't like, you know, and then, uh, like hate speech. Okay. Like it's just speech. Um, I've never seen a word hurt anybody before. I've never seen a word leave someone's mouth and go and attack someone. You know, it's just words. Uh, you know, it, it, it's I can't, I can't, but they're, but there is consequences, right? So that's that another, what I was going to say. That yes. There's consequences the to your speech. Is what matters, right? Right. But like when, when someone you speak, says fire and they shoot, the fire didn't do it. It's the dumbass who paid attention and pulled the trigger. Hmm. So there's consequences to the words that you're saying. Just like any action, there is a there's a reaction. Cause and effect comes into play no matter what you try to do. Like I was just I did another interview earlier today, um, not live. But it was with this dude. Uh, it's on Odyssey right now. It's this dude, 420 Jim. We were talking about, you know, consequences. And then we were talking about some other some other crazy stuff. But I don't want to get too much into that. Um, but yeah, I mean, that that was something that was rattling around up in my own my own little brain piece this week when we were talking earlier about you know the good and bad nature of tolerance and what does that mean and uh, and the obfuscation of the word itself. So, uh, 
your take on that? What do you what do you think? Yeah. Um, what were you talking about? No. <laughs> you son of a bitch. No, because, I know. I love messing with you, man. Because <laughs> you always laugh. It's good. It's good. <sighs> we can breathe. We can chill. But no, on a serious note, when we were talking, not to have the listeners or viewers think like, look at these guys are just gay bashing. Are these guys homophobic? It's like, no, this is just one little aspect because I can connect it to other areas. It can go to other areas. But when it comes to this, like free dominion, free will, all right, it's about the choice, how much we tolerate, what we tolerate, to what extent, and why. Why is it tolerated? There's things you can tolerate because when it comes to free will and, and free dominion, you know, it's like, okay, I might not physically, emotionally, or mentally agree or feel comfortable with something. However, that's some other ones or other groups' rights or, you know, hey, they're free to do that to an extent where it doesn't harm anyone. So tolerance does have, this is where hermetic principles come in. You know, what is it? The, what is it? Um, degrees, you know, you can, what's the exact term for that one? Polarity. Polarity. Yes. See, so again, like I said, it's neutral, but it can sway to where it's good, sway to where it's bad, sway to where it has positive effects, sway to where it has negative effects. Mm -hmm. So there's polarity. So yeah, you do what you want on your own, your privacy, however you live, fine. Now, when you start pushing that onto others or again, stealing my free will that now I have to be careful of what I say, you know, and how I behave in a certain place. All right, now that's where the tolerance is like, uh-uh, nobody, we're not going there, you know? So that's one of the things. Now, to get away from the uh, LGBTQ thing so we don't come across like that, there's another thing happening today in the last week or two or three where tolerance really is quite evident. And we kind of predicted this, at least I know I mentioned this maybe a couple of months ago in some recording somewhere about how the prices of gas $2, $3, $2, $3. We're used to that. But guess what? When they pump $4, if it just peaks for a day or two a week and comes down, we're like, ooh, okay. But no, it's about building tolerance. You keep it at four and four and four, guess what? That becomes the new normal. People have developed the tolerance for it. Now you can go to $480, $495. $495. Now it becomes the new normal. Guess what? Your tolerance is being built up. This is, they can look at it. Oh, that's positive. Look, people see how we're programmable. We can, our tolerance can be manipulated. We can adjust to things. Does that make it a good thing? No, <laughs> because now again, this is creating more, uh, you know, negative tolerance. And what are we, $6 in some places, $7, you know, maybe even California, $10 or something. But again, this is where tolerance, the obfuscation of tolerance gets manipulated and all this stuff happens. And people are just like, my worst words that I hate hearing all the time when I talk to somebody, well, what you gonna do? But you're gonna, do? You're gonna say something, speak out, try and, you know, put the message out there where people can, you know, get a large yeah. voice of people to say, fuck no, hey, what the fuck, no. And you know where I really want to go with all this stuff? There's people that need to freaking go. And when I say go, people need to go. But that's for another <laughs> podcast. But yeah, uh, and there's tolerance there too. People will not tolerate that. The police killing the drug dealer was like, well, hell, he should not have been, you know, if he only obeyed the law, well, you know, <laughs> hey. Well, you know what? <laughs> the tolerance needs to sway the other way too. All these people trying to tell us how we should live and obey and all this stuff. Uh, tolerance, no, fuck you. You need to go. But there's somewhere well what you're gonna do because if 
the seven billion whatever on the planet decide to do that, people are like so mentally miswired and fucked up that they're like, huh? How dare you do right. that to our masters, our rulers, our leaders, our thinkers, our it's like you got it twisted, man. But again, that's another area. Here's this is where look at tolerance affects all that. Look at how negative all this tolerance is. But anyway, so where it kind of you know segues from the LGBTQ thing. And then the gas prices, you know, we tolerate all this stuff. And I started off with the deaths of children. You know, one area is acceptable and another area people lose their shit. Again, see how all this little body, you keep connecting these dots and it goes all the way to the basic everyday life. Examples could be some people at a job that may be unionized and they have certain rules in place about attendance and whatnot. And there's certain tolerances within the system of, you know, your attendance and whatever at work. So, you know, some people may figure out these built-in tolerances and you live within there. And some people might come across as like, oh, they're a bad employee. It's like, no, it's about knowing the limitations where the tolerance is within that corporation and not being a slave where you're like, yes, he's a great, he's an excellent employee. He's always here. He never calls in. He works hard and does all this stuff. It's like, come on. See, they have a tolerance. That's an artificial tolerance in jobs and corporations and businesses, you know, but their tolerance is nonetheless, because if you do certain things that they don't approve of, they can throw you out on your ass. There goes your food, clothing, and shelter capabilities. But hey, you didn't obey them. You did it. You misbehaved. You weren't a good employee. And yeah. remember, I don't know if I mentioned this in a previous podcast, but when you look up the word employ, employ means to make use of. So if you're an employee, you're being made use of. The corporation is using you. Hence, you know, yeah, it's voluntarily, quote unquote, because you submitted an application for employment. But when you break down the words, you're what? Like if I have a tool back here, you're employing that tool. I'm utilizing it. It's being used. So you employ meant, employ meant, make use of your mind. So now I'm contributing my mind and body and everything else to this business, to this corporation, to this thing. So again, tolerance is like how much are you going to tolerate you know if you work here you got to get vaccinated you got to wear a mask you got to get tested 24 7 blah 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 blah, blah. how much tolerance that's yeah. the other tolerance thing too in the world right how many people the last two years some people had little tolerance fuck you i'm not getting tested i'm not wearing a mask and i'm not getting vaccinated other people their tolerance was just like just to the wind if you want to work here, you want to do this, you got to get tested. Okay. You got to wear a mask. Okay. You got to social distance. Okay. You got to get vaccinated. Okay. Tolerance did not exist. See, was it good? Was it bad? Well, it was good for the majority because look, they help prevent and <laughs> yeah. tell really was it negative because now what do we see even today? Oh, Justin Bieber has half his face fucking hanging off. Um, that jerk got vaccinated and his wife slash girlfriend whatever she had some kind of issues too but no no it had nothing to do with the vaccines okay <laughs> where's the tolerance you know zero tolerance and again tolerance right. of truth how many people will tolerate the truth and be like you know what i was that just does about make to sense. say that i yes. was just about to bring some that people up don't tolerate the truth and some people have a high tolerance for the truth like goddamn as much as stupid as that makes me feel and whatever 
it's true. It's right. Fuck. Learn your lesson. And other people like, no, 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 can't be. No, there has to be another reason. So again, look at how big tolerance goes. All these different areas, all these different ways, it fits into every little thing. So I was about to say, like, about when you said, uh, you know, how much people tolerate the being lied to. Um, it's like, dude, they they watch they watch the the same mainstream media that was lying to them. You know, they've been lied to and they tolerate it. You know, oh, no big deal. People make, hey, they made a mistake, you know, whatever. It's like they come out and they tell you the truth right, about all of these things. And then when you repeat what they said, they're like, man, independent fact checkers disagree. And then everyone's <laughs> like, but the fact checkers, did you see Sno Snopes? Nope. Nope. Snopes is better than, than you know, some of this other stuff. Um, but I, another thing that you brought up that I wanted to, that I wanted to uh, kind of connect was the words tolerance and submission. So tolerance and submission directly connected because they know what you'll tolerate by getting you to submit. When you said submit an application, that means that you're going to tolerate giving up your free will and being the employee of some other guy or girl, whatever, some corporation or a company or whatever. Um, so that made me think about submission and tolerance being a measure of submission in a way where, you know, they, they push and they put, and you kind of took it, took it and went the direction that I, that I wanted to go with it. But when I heard you say the word submit would they, they push and they push. Okay. Two weeks of slowest bread. And then they're like, Oh shit, they did it. All right, now you got to wear a mask. And they're like, oh my God, they did that too. Um, you're going to need to get a vaccine now, but don't worry. It's going to be two, just two, two shots. And they're like, oh my God, they did that too. Okay, but we're going to give you, we're going to give you a card to prove you got vaccinated. And on that card, it's going to have four slots on it, but you only need two shots. Oh my God, they fell for that too. Wow. Okay, they'll do anything now. Okay. Okay. Um, um, these, these mass shootings. Oh, this is going to be good. Uh, we're going to take your guns away. And then the people are like, mm. <laughs> okay. And then there's like so many, not, not really, uh, too many people, thank God are ready and willing to give up their guns, but they're really just like pushing that one now but now they're like oh and then we're but back to the covid stuff they're like oh we're gonna uh, we're we're gonna shut down the country now and then everyone's like that makes sense yeah <laughs> we'll do that too and we're gonna ruin the economy okay yeah we'll we'll do that too and then we're gonna fill your head with enough fear that you forget that we did any of this stuff and then everyone's like what'd you just say exactly and then and then in two years we're gonna fight a proxy war and then we're going to blame all the inflation and the rising prices on everything on the guy that's on, on the guy that we're fighting. And then everyone's going to buy that. And then it's just going to be awesome. It's going to be great. And everyone, everyone in, in charge is sitting back going, look at these dumb motherfuckers who are just falling for everything that we say. I can't believe we have them wrapped around our finger this tightly. And it's a sad state of affairs for people like you and I who see who, who have either been see, in your case been seeing right through it for a very long time or people in my case who have smelled the shit for a while but wanted to ignore it because that was me for a long time and 
my twenties. I wanted to ignore it. I didn't want it to be true. And I just wanted to, I don't know. I wanted to do whatever I wanted to do. Not realizing there's bigger things at stake. Anyways. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Let me uh, connect something else here because recently I think I sent it to you and I sent it to a few other friends this past week. Um, Daily Wire released that documentary, What is yeah. a Woman? Yeah. yeah, that's a good documentary. Yes, it might be slanted in one direction, but it does make a good point. And it shows a lot of people in there, obviously party selected footage that don't know what a woman is. They can't describe what a woman is. It's like, it's in the word. It's a man with a womb, hence woo man. That's it. That's a woman, you know, yeah. or so at the end or spoiler alert, you know, somebody does say it's a, you know, a human being of the female. You know, An adult human female. The human female. Duh. <laughs> it was like, okay, that's a woman. But anyway, the thing with that that I wanted to bring up again, because tolerance, how tolerance sways, all right? We can trust the science when it comes to the COVID and vaccines, but you don't trust the science of your own eyes when you can say a man with a, a, a person with a dick is a man and a person with a vagina is a woman. Oh, no, 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 the gender, oh, no, it's fluid. And uh, oh, oh, did you trust the science or not? Yeah, of course, get vaccinated, protect people. Come on, come on, the science, science. All right, science dictates a penis, male, vagina, female. Well, no, that's, a again, <laughs> obfuscate how much people fucking tolerate. They'll tolerate the sexual things when it comes to lgbtq stuff but then when the science is like look fact this oh no no see the people are like just so fucked up all over the place and one thing yeah. i kept thinking about while watching that documentary uh what is a woman and along with synchronistically a couple other movies or tv shows that i've seen in the last week that i was like somebody by the name of Passio was really on point when he said something about society on a path to and already surpassing but this was the path to solipsism that you can't really know the truth the truth doesn't exist and they dropped that in that documentary the guy's like i just want to know truth and they're like whoa now you're getting offensive now you're getting like wait what <laughs> wanting to get to the truth is offensive what solipsism in action hello there you go and hmm. again there's the tolerance is like oh ignore the truth you better yes i'll be a good person i'll ignore the truth my tolerance will be that much yep, yep. as opposed to us our tolerance is like whoa Wait, truth, love, and freedom, top of the line. That's it. Everything else falls under that. Truth, love, and freedom. Solipsism, fuck you, no. But people like us, look, we got to be doing these shows kind of like uh, we're not streaming on YouTube. It's not on freaking, you know, any mainstream TV. No, we got to be quietly doing it over here because, again, the tolerance of the general population is not there for this kind of shit. So, so I, I went to go see the new Jurassic World movie today. I've always liked the Jurassic World and Jurassic Park movies for, since I was a kid because, you know, there there's some some uh, some <laughs> uh, some stuff hidden in there because it's always mm -hmm. about genetic engineering and all this stuff. And even since the first, like, seriously, like, so like, even oh, I'm since laughing the, because you're right. Yeah, like it's, you know, since the first one, even Dr. Ian Malcolm is saying like, your scientists were so obsessed with wondering if they could, they didn't stop to think if they should. And like that kind of stuff is always in the movies. And, you know, now the original cast is back in this one and uh, you have, you know, uh, Dr. E, uh, you know, uh, Ian Malcolm, he's back in it and he's got more lines than, you know, he's had in some of these movies in the past and everything. So, 
you know, that's like this new trilogy has been building up to this and everything like that. And, uh, but, um, something about science is that they actually in the movie, Dr. Grant played by Sam Neill, uh, he says, um, what we're doing, he's talking about their dig site and they're, they're digging up all the dinosaur bones, you know, all the fossils. And, uh, and he goes, well, what we're doing here is science and science is the discovery of truth. And he said, there's, there is truth in these rocks. And he points to, and he like says this spiel to the people that he's working with. And it's like, they literally just talk about, they on screen, they do these things, you know, you're a movie buff. You know, that's why I thought to myself, wow, I could bring, I could bring this into the conversation somehow. And here we are. Um, so on screen, they're literally telling you the definition, like, no, science is the discovery of truth. It's how we, it's the process of discovering the truth. And it's like, you know, and oh, another thing about in that movie, uh, even Ian Malcolm, he's giving this speech and uh, I don't want to give up too much to you. I, maybe you'll see the movie or whatever, but he's given this speech. In, oh, you did. So he, uh, he's giving this speech, you know, in front of a class, it seems like. And uh, he's basically saying like, hey, good luck going against nature. You fucking idiots. <laughs> like, you're, what you're doing is uh, is going against nature and good luck. Like he's, it's a little bit more eloquent than that. But there's these periods throughout the movie where they're dropping, they're dropping truth bombs throughout that movie and it's like we need that you know like uh you know maybe not you and i we but like the massive amount of people out there they're gonna internalize that they're gonna hear it it's gonna go in there and all this talk lately about trust the science and oh the science changed and and the science the science and like here we are in a major blockbuster movie like this is no joke of a movie and people by the millions are gonna go see this and on screen the dude says science is the process of discovering the truth and people are going to go oh yeah that's right we forgot <laughs> and there's a few other truth bombs in there too that I, even the uh, title itself had me saying look dominion right dominion yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah. hello yeah so i uh i don't know man so you were talking about um you're talking about the 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 scale like the polarity of 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 tolerance right so i would say that uh Good and bad actions, they they exist in uh, in that scale, right? So the scale is like basically, you know, your good and your bad actions, and the, and what you're willing to put up with before you draw that line and say no more. So that's where we're really at, and a lot of people have lost that ability to use that magic word of no and stand up for themselves and say no more of this shit. They they like that's why earlier I wanted to I was talking about tolerance. Uh, being more of a virtue these days than, you know, than anything, because people aren't willing to stand up and say, no, no, I think that's wrong. And I'm not going to put up with this shit anymore. Even if, even if the person who's standing up and whatever it is, it doesn't have to be about our, uh, about our rights or this or that or the other thing. It could be about just about, you know, the most innocent thing. They could be the person standing up and saying, no, that's wrong. I'm not putting up with this. They could be wrong. You know, they could be wrong, but it's about, standing up and saying no and being able to say no you know maybe i don't understand but i, I think there's something wrong about this i'm not going to put up with this shit hold on and drop my pen and uh but more so uh about our our rights you know they're being they're being uh eroded 
you know, they're trying to take away our fucking second amendment right to self-defense, you know, that like, that's something that a lot of people lean on, you know, they're not going to, they're not going to come in and take that away from me, but there's a lot of people out there that lean on that shit. So, and they think that that's where that's their, that's where the, their rights come from when it's like, no, that's not where they come from. I just, I talked about it a little bit already. I talked to a couple of people. I did some man on the street stuff today. Um, around the corner from my house, there's the cannabis. It's, it's a 420 gym. So that's his legal name. His first name is four. His middle name is 20. His last name is Jim. He changed his name to 420 Jim. And he drives around the country in a, uh, in an RV that he's named the cannabis, like the cannabis bus. And he, he goes around and he's like trying to get this, he's trying to like inspire people to look more into the, uh, into cannabis and the benefits of it and everything. And we talked about, about, uh, a lot about some natural law principles and, and everything today. Uh, and that's recorded and it's posted already. So I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm pretty happy about that, but I was talking to him, excuse me, <clears throat> I was talking to him about, uh, so, you know, consequences of, of, of your actions and that the moral, pro, the, the um, objective morality. And he had, uh, he had a thin blue line flag on his bus. And, and I'm like, how I, I said, I saw that. And that's what really made me want to come over and talk to you. And I go, how, how are you, how are you doing what you're doing with, with, with that? I mean, you realize that, and we're going through it all. And I told him, I, I said, you realize that these politicians and the legislation that gets passed and the perceived laws that people follow, like these arbitrary laws, these man-made laws that people follow, they don't, so they'd only be enforced. They're only enforced by the police. You know, they're law enforcement. They're not crime prevention. They're law enforcement. And what you're fighting for is to get people out of jail who have been wrongfully imprisoned for nonviolent crimes, in quotes, crimes. But then you're also showing support to the same fucking people that put them in there. And you're going to tolerate that. <laughs> you know, like, you're going to tolerate that? Like, what, where, where's, and I'm trying to talk to him, like, get through to him. Like, so I pulled out the old, like, I, I was talking to him about objective morality. I was talking to him about natural law and, talking about the transgressions against natural law, talking about what constitutes harm. And then, okay, you think that it's just this, but it goes on from there into all these other things. So I pulled out the whole, uh, we've gotten to this point in the conversation where he was, he was like, oh yeah, I've talked to some cops and like, they're just like, oh, we're just following orders. And we were talking about all of the order following shit. And uh, it was a really interesting conversation, but it basically, I don't want to give away the ending, but we, we, you know, I, I, I think I might've changed his mind a little bit, but it, it struck me as odd to see this guy who's, you know, fighting for this thing. And at the same time, showing support to the same people that he's fighting against. And it's like, that's like the level of cognitive dissonance, even in some people that are so sick and tired of it and are willing to stand up and say no more like him. 
And he like, that's what his whole thing is. You know, he doesn't, he wants to stand up and say no more. And he wants a lot of people to do it too. But you're, you're, it's like, you're begging the people that are, that are kicking you to, you know, to stop, you know, it's like, it's not going to happen that way. You know, you're tolerating it and it's not going to happen. You got to be like, no, no more at all. And then go all the way with it, you know? So. Yeah. Uh, it's like when it comes to the police stuff, I had a very gratuitous thought <laughs> that I was like, nope, don't take it there. But again, the vulgarity or, or the, was like, dude, you know, this is how fucked up it is. This yeah. tolerance scale, you know, the degrees of tolerance, you know, we've heard like, uh, David Icke had said before, you know, you, you're either pregnant or you, or you're not, you can't be a little bit pregnant love, you know, and Passio and others talking about, no, 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 I'll take the slavery three times a week, you know, the, the, the whips whipping three times a week, as opposed to, you know, six or seven, it's a better man. No, I take it to the more gratuitous kind of way of people when they're tolerance when it comes to police and the state and just everything else that's happening in life you know they're used to the rape i know this will trigger people but they got to find a way of smacking people upside the fucking head to get this they're used to the rape you know once or twice a week with just a six inch penis they got used to it they got used to it but now here we are now they're amping it up to three or four times a week with a 10 inch penis Oh Lord, no, no, no. We won't tolerate that. But no, there's some people that will tolerate that, <laughs> you know. And that's where we're at, because I don't think we're gonna have lockdowns based on COVID and all this anymore. But here's how sneaky they are: the tolerance they swayed it over to. Well, if we can't force them to lock down, there has to be another manipulative way of having them locked down. But what if we make it where they can't afford to go out and they'll just stay home on their own? How do we do that? Well, let's make it expensive to drive. I know. Let's raise the gas prices. Okay, and there you go. Now four, five, six, seven, nine dollars. Shit, I get on the roads and I'm like, there's not a lot of people on the road anymore. Bingo. There you go. Their tolerance level. You know, it's shifted. They might not tolerate a COVID lockdown, but now if you just switch it and play a mind game, sorcerer's way of like, well, you know, because of the COVID and this and then the wars and Russia and blah, 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 put a whole skew of shit into the freaking sauce and stir it up and serve it to them. Like, wow, you know, because of worldwide conditions and situation situations going on, gas prices have gone up. So I'm not going to travel as much. I'll just stay home. Boom. They got you to lock down willfully without coercion. They just yep. tricked you into locking yourselves, you know, in it went from right the six there. Inch penis, six inch it. penis to the 10 inch penis. And you just tolerated it nicely as like, Oh, well you're getting yeah. raped. We're all getting raped. <laughs> and it's your rape is going higher and higher and bigger and bigger and more and more, but we're tolerating it because we don't see it as rape. There's the obfuscation. Yeah. I mean, you're and what you said about doing it to yourself, you know, like, oh, well, it's too expensive to go anywhere. I guess I'll just stay in. And that's exactly like, so when you, when you, so let's take that, let's unpack that for, for a minute. It's too expensive to go out. So I guess I'll just stay in. Well, what are you doing when you just stay in? You're watching Netflix or HBO Max some streaming service, I'm assuming. Let's assume, because we're well within our right to do so, because that's the type of world we're living in now where that is just <laughs> such a popular thing to do that it's well within our rights to assume that most people would 
sit and watch a streaming service. Well, what is that really your property? Is that really, so you see where I'm going with this? So they can shut you down. All right. You're in home. You're at home. If you don't, you know, let's do it. So they got control over everything. You don't own anything. And if you're not streaming, you're going to be doing YouTube with somebody else on. So if not, you might just spend hours and hours just scrolling through Facebook or Twitter or Instagram or somebody else's shit. You're constantly one way or the other, the they are getting money off of you for you to keep yourself locked in at home and not go outside and live your life. But you're not, you're not going out. So when you need food, what do you do? You call DoorDash or some one of these gig economy jobs Mm -hmm. that got deemed essential. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. So they're the ones Marines, delivering your food. Dash. Everything is digital, and you're doing it to yourself. And then next thing you know, you're you know they're they're rolling out. They're doing this soft open of uh, of a social credit score in Italy. Francesco and I were talking about it a little bit, and it's like people can voluntarily sign up for it, and you get little little you know medals and and like you get little you know rewards and stuff like that for for doing certain things and, and whatever, but that's just a soft opening. That's to get enough people to voluntarily sign up for it and get used to it and get conditioned into doing it and to having it. And then it becomes a commodity and then it becomes something that, oh, it's the same thing that happened with Facebook. Facebook used to be, I mean, it used to be the DARPA project LifeLog, but and when it first rolled out to public, it used to be you needed a college identification to use Facebook. And then it became popular and then more people wanted it. And then uh, 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 next thing you know, and then, and then now your grandparents are on it and now it's not cool anymore. Whatever. Uh, now you got old guys like Ivan on there, you know, posting yeah. memes about, about the government. And it's like, not, it's not cool, bro. You, I know. Fucking I up get my like fucking, four, four, fucking up my newsfeed. But <laughs> geez, dude, getting fucking likes, whatever. Mm-hmm. But my tolerance then, level is like right there. I can't tolerate this shit anymore, dude. You're fucking up my newsfeed. All right. Yep. I want boobies and cars, and you're putting this shit out about freedom. Who the fuck do you think you are, Ivan? Anyways, (laughs) back to my point. Like when you do these things to yourself, right? Then they're going to be able to shut you off in the blink of an eye. They go and they're, oh, well, your whole world revolves around you being at home. So we're going to find a way to shut down everything and give you a social credit score. And well, oh, well, uh, well, I don't like that, but I guess, you know, it's still too expensive to go anywhere. Then they're going to go, well, you can go buy an electric vehicle. Well, okay. Sounds nice on the surface, doesn't it? You know, okay. A a way to get around the the fuel. All right. A way to get around petroleum. Uh, But where does that electricity come from? Okay. People don't think these things through. The like, and if they do, they go. Well, I guess I'll tolerate a little bit of pollution, if it's even causing pollution, right? I guess I'll tolerate a little bit of it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but when everybody's doing it, it's going to cause, you know, so much more. I, I don't know where I'm trailing off with the whole pollution part because I don't know how much of it I believe. Um, <laughs> I, I don't. I, I don't think. I don't think it's all that it's cracked up to be. Certainly not the climate change thing, but I do I do see that like, you know, certain things like plastic and stuff can probably hurt the fucking planet and we're killing animals by, you know, throwing our garbage on the ground. So we're ruining ecosystems that way, but the whole climate change thing, I just don't fucking it's not it's not real. 
You it's mean those COVID-laced uh, masks that we throw out <laughs> yeah. and discard on yeah. the floor because it's on the floor <laughs> yeah. now. It doesn't matter now. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I've been thinking about it, like just like going through parking lots. And every time I go through a parking lot, just have the video camera rolling at the ground and just point out like, oh, yeah. And then, you know, I'm in a state like Massachusetts where everyone's like, oh, it's all, you know, green. And we're going to do the right thing. And we're going to save the world and save the environment. And then you go through one of their parking lots down in that shithole of a state that I'm from. And it's like, it's just garbage all over the fucking ground. It's like, what are you doing? <laughs> you fucking morons. Like you're the same people for the last decade that have been crying about the fucking sea turtles. And now here you are just throwing your fucking mask on the ground. Like, what the f Yo, well, what am I supposed to do? It's a dirty mask. How about not wear one? That's a, that's, there's a start. How about you don't wear one? I don't know. Going back but, to the electric car thing, it's funny because maybe a day or two ago, I saw a video where they were interviewing one of the Chevy people that they put out yeah. now the new votes and whatever and they're like oh see and you guys are saying we killed the electric car oh no we didn't it's like yeah you did back in the 90s when you pushed the hummer and made all this money billions of dollars on gas and killed the you know ev1 you know yeah. but now it's back and it's like see we didn't kill it no you just postponed it and made shitload of money off of it but yeah See, if they wanted to talk the whole green thing, and again, this is the tolerance level, you know, it's like, oh, you won't tolerate this, but you'll tolerate that. It's like, uh, no, just because it's, what, what's that phrase? It's, um, oh, that saying, oh, you mentioned it earlier, but it, it'll come back to me. The electric cars, if it were solar panels, uh, you get an electric car, you get solar panels to power the car. That's fucking electric. It comes with it. You're going to put this outside your window, on your roof, whatever, and that goes directly to your car. Boom. No grid connection. You're set. Like, I'd go for that. But what do they push? No, just plug it into your wall. Oh, wait. That's right. still the same electricity company that's going off of whatever gas or coal or still the same fucking, uh, hey, wait a minute. But where's the tolerance there? People just say, oh, I got electric. I'm saving the world. I'm like, no. Right. That's what it was. It was uh, the, that's what it was. Like the Chevy, uh, I saw the video that you're talking about. The Chevy mm -hmm. people were like, oh, look, here's our new EV. And then they're like, oh, this new Chevy Volt. And then the representative from the power company was there. And the person went with the camera and put it in the power company's face. And he's like, so where do you guys get? So the electricity, cool. That's great. You guys provide the electricity. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, where does that electricity come from? He's like, it comes from coal. <laughs> what? You fucking the carbon you... footprint they're trying to eliminate. I saw a meme about this. It was excellent. It was like the carbon that they want to eliminate is you. Can remember where carbon right. and also life forms. It's like oh, right. carbon There's emissions. Carbon. Carb yeah. There's the carbon. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Again. Yeah. But if you can tolerate it, hey, go for it. You're fine. Don't worry about it. Don't don't worry about you know attaching any kind of truth to this and science. What? <laughs> Oh lord! Yeah, like real science, uh, even like the the trivium, you know, not even using the trivium. It's like, give me a break. I I, I just I I don't know, man. It's just after the the heat just getting turned like to a hundred over the past couple of years. It's just like I, I can't I can't imagine being so so afraid that even to this like even right now you you don't that people don't get it that they're being fucking played and that that this is all just a big game <laughs> and they're being fucking played and you know it's a point where remember when we were hanging out 
And uh, we were talking about, you know, the effect that we have in our own little corners of the, of the country, you know, how we're kind of all spread out and everything. I've been thinking about that a lot lately. And, and it's just like, you know what, like that's a, that was something that's sticking with me pretty profoundly was that there's not enough people in one concentrated area that really, that really have the balls to, to stand up and say no more to the point where it's actually going to affect some change that it's actually going to make an impact there's scattered there's people scattered about and there's a lot of people that feel these ways inside but they think that they're the only ones around they're they they feel afraid to even speak out so they go with the flow just so they don't cause waves and i i i don't know if there's anyone out there that this Re, that the, to, at this point in the podcast i mean we're an hour in but i mean if there's anyone out there like how that that uh, that thinks that i'm describing them like how are you going to know if if you're alone or not uh, you know if you never speak up if you never speak out you know like we i feel alone sometimes over here in new hampshire and it's the home of the free state project largest concentration of libertarians in the world and still that's not good enough um was it andrew and andy berkshire made the uh that video give me the gun and that's what libertarians that's who libertarians are you know well the gun's not going to be dangerous if it's in my hands but they're you know but that's just a metaphor the gun is the government and the slave system that we're in and that's what libertarians are saying. Well, if we're in charge, things will be done correctly. And juxtapose that with what uh, Mark Passio has <laughs> been famous for saying about libertarians. They're, oh, well, we're going to go over to that plantation where the slaves only get beat two days out of the week, you know, instead of five days out of the week over here where we're at now. Um, it should be zero days out of the week, just for the record. In case you haven't heard Mark Passio talk about that, but for those of you who haven't, or it should be zero days out of the week, we're getting beat, and uh, there should be in that in the in the uh, in the context of the metaphor of what and Andy Berkshire, uh, Berkshire is it Berkshire? I, I forget. I want to talk to him so bad. So Andy, if you're listening to this, I want to talk to you. Uh, but it's the metaphor is the gun. And in the context of that metaphor, there should be no gun. <laughs> there should be no gun there. Uh, physical, you know, the physical guns, sure, we need to defend ourselves just to make myself clear. But like, there should be no uh, monopoly on violence. There should be none of that. But we tolerate it. We let it happen to ourselves. But there's not enough of us in one area that are going to actually be able to make a good example of what kind of society could be built uh, if we live according to objective morality, anarchy under natural law. I, I, uh, I, I guess, you know, to give some credit to the libertarians, I guess they're, they've had enough of of what's been going on, but they're not really, uh, they're not really doing enough. They're not going all the way. 
But I think that there, a lot of them think that they're going to be able to dismantle it from the inside, and it's just not going to happen. It's just not going to happen that way. It just, it's just not. Um, I'm kind of rambling off a little bit here, but it's to the point no, I where... I can take it. There was something that might cover all this stuff. In the beginning, I mentioned tolerance, how you know we have the thoughts, emotions, and actions, but there's tolerance that's physical tolerance, you know, mental tolerance or emotional tolerance, and then spiritual tolerance. And a lot of this connects because just because we may be physically tolerant, we're able to physically tolerate stuff, doesn't mean that emotionally we may the tolerance isn't at the same level. It's not 68.9% tolerance here, 68, 68. No, you might have only 10% tolerance, you know, emotionally, mentally, you know, and you're like freaking out, suicidal tendencies and freaking like, oh, doom and gloom kind of shit. Whereas physically, you know, you you met me, I'm like 230, 240, you know, I'm strong, physical, like, you know, so physical, one thing, but emotional might be mental, you know, might be different and spiritually also spiritually you know some people may just be you know their tolerance level is weak that today they'll watch some kind of different religious video or somebody reads a bible verse and all of a sudden they're swayed to that you know and then the next day they might read some atheist thing or something like yeah that makes sense and so spiritually their tolerance is so low that it can go anywhere or someone's spiritual you know tolerance may be so high that they are in alignment to truth that they realize, you know, it's like, hey, wait a minute, spiritual beings having a human experience, you know, spiritually, yeah, fuck you, you, you that's not going to affect me. I'm spiritually, I'm at a, you know, resonating at a high level. My tolerance is very high because I know what's up. And then emotionally, I know what's up too. So I tolerance, you know, and then physically also. But there's people that can be on the opposite of that. And that's what all these multiple attacks are, you know, the children, the children, or the vaccine, the vaccine. You know, because some people, I got my four shots and I, nothing's happened to me. But yeah, congratulations. Your tolerance level is at a higher level than somebody else that after the first shot, they develop Bell's palsy or they got fucking blood clots or they just straight up died. See, so ever again, tolerance is not a universal, you know, set and done thing. There's different levels of tolerances and there's different categories for tolerances. And these sorcerers, manipulators, whatever, know this, and that's why they attack different ways. You know, right now it's the financial shit with the, can you afford to have gas and rent prices? Oh God, I didn't even get into the price of like rent, the cost of rent. Things are going up. Uh, this place that I'm in now, nine years ago, 750 bucks a rent. Like shit, cool. Right now it's up to 1250. So that's nine years, $500 just gradually going up. And yet people compliment me and say, damn, Ivan, you got it good. You know, three bed, two bath house. Now you're easily at 18, 19, $2,000 a month. So you do it. It's like, again, the tolerance, their tolerance is acceptable because everybody else is this way. So damn, you know, tolerate it. It's good. It's like, no, that's a manipulation. What's, you know, again, the money, the financial shit, the mental gymnastics of what they can tolerate that contributes to homelessness or not. Again, a whole bunch of different variables, different levels, and everybody's in different spots. So these are the things that were bouncing around in my head that made me say, yeah, let's talk about tolerance. And listening to you talk right here, this, you know, it is emotional shit, spiritual shit, you know, what people might tolerate physically as opposed to wait what's right think about it and feel emotionally what's actually yeah. right how much tolerance do you actually have you know where you know just thinking about it you can accept 
abortions, but yet you have issues with school shootings, but yet you're okay with police killing people that obey or don't obey, or for a country to send military another place for other killings. See, so all these different things, it's either physical, emotional, spiritual, there's a lot of different uh, avenues or degrees of tolerance that people need to contemplate and think about it. Like, wait, am I a good person? Am I a bad person? What do I tolerate? What I, don't I tolerate? Does this make me good? Does this make me bad? Yeah, and, and it does, <laughs> you know? Like Passio has mentioned before about judgment. Judgment is required. Like, oh no, new agey. No, yo, don't judge. It's like, no, that's part of the tolerance, what you accept and don't accept. It's like, oh, I'm not going to judge that they go and do this and do that. That's not my business. It's like, no, it is your business. It has an effect. If overall the aggregate believes in slavery, but you know that slavery is wrong, you want freedom, but they're free to do what they want and behave as they want to. It's like, no, there's a level of tolerance there that's required for you to say, you know what, what you're doing is wrong. I know it's wrong but you need to contemplate yourself these consequences from your actions, be it your beliefs, be it your feelings, emotions, and your behavior, your actions. You know, yeah. I can't control you, but I need to hold up that mirror to you. And strangely enough, taking it back to the movie stuff, James, there's been movies that actually did that. One excellent one was that Netflix movie from a year ago that um, Don't Look Up, the mm -hmm. one with Leonardo DiCaprio. And yeah. all that. that was very excellent showing the mirror at to people like look you're responsible when they tell you to believe something what you do believe what you don't believe how you react how you don't react who you cancel who you support when they right. tell you to cancel when they tell you to support all this stuff you know is your tolerance level being fucked with and you're not at displaying any type of free dominion you're being manipulated manipulated utilize you're a freaking tool you know so yeah so all that spew, I don't know, just throwing it all out there. I don't know how much time we got left before the next show comes on or whatever, but yeah, wanted to throw all that out there. And uh, Well, usually on, the, usually on the network, uh, usually on uh, the network right about now is when, well, uh, about 10 minutes ago is when Natural Freedom League comes on, but they had, they had uh, some uh, scheduling adjustments that they had to do for their show today. So we have more time than usual on the network and – I could contact the producer and have them disconnect us from the network and we could continue on uh, with uh, with the show on uh, freeyourmindne.com and we could do it there or even, you know, I mean, it's multicast, simulcast onto uh, multiple places like Odyssey and YouTube even. So I don't even actually, yeah, I think it's still on YouTube tonight for, for now. We're still, on, we're still on YouTube for now. All right. I'm, I'm going, I'm riding that, I'm riding that train until the wheels come off. I, you know, That's they're right. going to, they're going to kick me off. Uh, <laughs> uh, so. Um, hi, YouTube. Hi, you, you fucking hi. fascists. <laughs> yeah, you pieces of shit, garbage people. Fuck you. YouTube, thank beep, you. Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> they're going, they're going crazy right now. Um, so something you said about about uh, you know good, good, uh, good or bad person, how much they tolerate of something. Like, yeah, you can be a bad person if you tolerate being, if you be, if you're being tolerant of abuse. That mean, like to me, that's just like sounds like you're falling into a could be falling into one or maybe a couple different categories uh, you know of of a of person like maybe you feel like you can't do anything about it standing up for yourself is futile but i guess in what i'm trying to get at is that in the eyes of the universe in the eyes of the source 
the the creator standing up for yourself is what makes you a good person right so it's like the uh what vibration a higher vibration higher frequency higher higher frequency of consciousness uh that type of person will be aware and they'll have self love they'll love themselves they'll be aware that the universe rewards love and somebody who's operating at a higher uh vibration of consciousness realizes that and they won't put up with that shit they'll stand up for themselves even if it means they're being laughed out of the room for doing so even if it means that the that the abuse gets so bad they get killed i hate to say it that way but it's true uh that standing up for yourself is the only possible way that the abuse is going to really stop in whatever way the abuse stops even if it means that your life ends the abuse still stopped it's kind of harsh to say it that way but i know it to be true um so when we're talking to people you know about these things i mentioned about being scattered around and not really being uh in a concentrated group where i think that not enough real change can really happen but there's no violence in words to go back to the uh something that we said earlier about words not really being able to really hurt you if you're mentally if you're you know fortified mentally if if you're strong up there if you've done the inner work you can take a you can take a verbal beating and just be like whatever dude you don't know what the fuck you're talking about mm-hmm. so moving on from that like you know it's still our job to speak this out right about not being tolerant of the abuse being like you know that's wrong what they're doing is wrong raising awareness you know it's it's an important part of this work where you know even if it means being laughed out of the room or being dubbed a crazy person any of these things theorist. a conspiracy theorist right um any of these things like those those labels or the reaction doesn't matter because at the end of the i mean i say that so i say that so loosely that it doesn't matter it does matter because then you're able to gauge uh just who you're talking to by the response that you get that you get but what i mean by doesn't matter is from your from from where you're standing under natural law speaking about you know the wrongdoings that are going on around you the reaction doesn't matter because you're putting the good out you're the one speaking the truth that vibration is carrying out into your into the world that action that's an action you know we talk about thoughts emotions and actions a lot on this show you talk about it a lot we we've, we've talked about it a lot thoughts emotions and actions being in harmony speaking the truth you know you're you're in your bio it literally says truth seeker turned truth speaker and it starts with the voice you know that's uh that's that's something that i wanted to make sure we got on record tonight was about you know when you said um people's reactions 
to being mistreated and how that can make you a bad person by not standing up for yourself. Cause it's like, why, why do you have such a defeatist mentality? Why, why do you hate yourself so much that you're going to stand for this? You know, like, do you think anybody in the history of the world got through an, a period of abuse in their life by hating themselves? Do you think that any level of abuse in your life or in anyone else's life in the history of the world, that that abuse has been stopped because a person hated themselves? Or do you think that those things stopped because a person loved themselves enough to not put up with this shit anymore? So they stood up for themselves and they said, no more. I'm not going to take it anymore. I'm not going to tolerate this shit anymore. And our, our world today, culture has brainwashed people into thinking tolerance. And I've said it a couple times already tonight, and I'll say it another time, and I'll say it until I'm blue in the face. But they've brainwashed people into thinking tolerance is a virtue, that it's a good thing when tolerance is just there to tell you what level of shit you're willing to put up with. And how much abuse are you willing to stand for? My, my answer is I'm really willing to stand for none. I don't want any, but I feel alone. I, like I, I'm struggling with this a lot. I feel alone up here. I feel like I'm just, I got my, I have my, my, my wife and my kids. And that's really at the end of the day, all I need. But when I'm talking to people about natural law and when I'm trying to tell people about this stuff, um, I'm met with very positive results. But they, uh, but the conversations tend to end the same way every time. With the person has a glazed look over their face, like everything I just said went in one ear and straight out the other. And they sat there and they agreed with me. And they, yep, oh yeah, that makes perfect sense. But they're not going to go anywhere. And and I don't know. I'm kind of getting a little down these days, <laughs> you know, I, I was, I don't know. Maybe I just, no, but this is where we stick to something you brought up. It's not a matter of you say this now and then, you know, immediate rewards. This is the stuff that, you know, we need to archive and put out there. And this is going to provide shade that you're not going to sit under in the future. So that, remember something about that tree? It's, this is the seeds that we're planting. So, yeah, I get it. I get it, too. Again, that may not be tolerance, you know, the levels of tolerance. Or it may be the levels of how much, you know, how honest with ourselves we are, you know? I was like, look, you just got, I've always been like a, a 70% guy. You know, I wasn't an honor student, but I didn't fail out of school either. But I always just did enough to, to pass, to get by, just enough, 70, 75, 70, 75. And I've been like that through life, you know? Paycheck to paycheck kind of person, you know, not the best job, you know, where I'm making millions, but not the worst job where I'm struggling. You know, and I know people that went on honor students and they went on to college. And once they graduated, what? <laughs> jobs that were worse than mine or ended up in the same kind of jobs that I did in the military. It's like, see? So again, this thing of, you know, trying to live the best and, and better than others or, or that people are better than us or worse. Than, it's just a constant, you know, just flowing along, just get from one day to the next, one day to the next. But what do we leave behind? You know, what actions do we take? Did we leave it better <laughs> than we inherited it or worse? Right. Sad to say, you know, yeah, things are worse than when we first got here. However, 
I think we're planting seeds that are covered under the oil and shit and muck that once all that oil and everything else dries up and the earth or nature does what it's going to do with it and whatever, the seeds that we planted will go grow through that. And I know I mentioned before in a, some other show somewhere or something about the artificiality of cities and the way we live. Like this home I'm renting right now has a paved cement driveway. But then for some pesky reason, nature seems to grow those weeds and things to it. Doesn't it know that the concrete, that's what we want? We want the artificiality? No, nature right. always finds a way. You're the Jurassic Park quote. You know, nature always finds, I got desert landscaping, the rocks, but these pesky weeds, this green keeps growing through. Doesn't it know that we want to play God and control the landscape? No, nature always finds a way. So hence the same thing. We might feel bad now and be like, what the fuck are we doing? Let's just go ahead and get the big job and cutthroat and become millionaires and live the you know lifestyle and fuck everything else <laughs> is that really the way you would think society-wise narcissistic satanic that's the way to go but when you're honest with yourself and we live under truth love and freedom you kind of know that's artificial that's you know we got to stay true to ourselves stay true to truth you know, right. and if and if we get religious and we're oh God made us in His image, well, not the person, not the being God, but existence. We are part of existence. We are creators. So what are we going to create? More slavery, more suffering, you know, more intolerance, you know, or are we going to create, you know, a positive future, at least a chance, a fighting chance where the truth is protected and lived to see another day, well, hopefully another century or something down the line. But yeah, that, like I said, emotionally, sometimes I'm up and down, but I try and stay at that 70%. Not going to be super like, oh my God, everything is awesome, you know, Lego movie, but I'm not going to be also depressed, kind of like, dude, <laughs> take me away from this. No, yeah. I stay, stay somewhere in the middle and be like, hey, I was woke up this morning. I'm alive now. I'm talking with you. We're planting seeds. Go to bed tonight. And if everything's fine, I'll wake up tomorrow. It's another day, you know? So that that falls into tolerance, you know? Am I going to tolerate the negativity, bad stuff, or tolerate all the joy? And like, no, it, it is. Just stay within that range and live life, living. That That's it. At no cost. I can't afford to live this way. That's more bullshit. <laughs> I mean, it's only been made this bad because of the level of tolerance, right? That people have have given oh you know and it's like a stepwise progression into into uh full-blown slavery you know mm -hmm. uh and now and then somewhere we, we this came up with the nazi stuff nazi germany right people questioning you know over the last two years of the covid we're like if you ever wondered how the germans could allow nazi germany to happen that was what that was another form of tolerance you yeah. know you had a whole freaking nation their tolerance is like well these guys with a j they're responsible yes go ahead and do it there you go there's the tolerance being hijacked and the few that say whoa hold on what no your sympathizers get them out of here same thing now you know whoa covid vaccine what whoa hold on hey what's wrong with you you're not complying you're not obeying uh, their tolerance they accepted the bullshit there you go the few of us that our tolerance was like no we're not having it Look, to this day, still, no test, no vaccine. So, fuck that shit. Right. And it's... So, what you just said there, it's like, that. that's the word, though. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh. <Right. laughs> yeah. AKA. Oh, yeah, no. yeah. Also well, yeah. And, no. <laughs> and, and, yeah, fuck that shit. Otherwise known as no. 
<laughs> just say that one word, no. It's almost the same. Saying the word no it can be understood in just about every single major language across the whole planet. Every major language, the word no, they all, everyone knows what that means. So it's like, we need to get back to that point where we can say no. And uh, I'm not, no, this is, because that's where, that's where it starts, right? It's like being able to peacefully avoid, uh, peacefully avoid altercations, to peacefully get out of slavery. Peacefully by, means it's no, thank you. <laughs> right. No, thank you. <laughs> it, to peacefully get out of slavery starts by saying no. And it might not happen in our lifetime, but like you said about uh, the quote is, blessed are those who plant trees under whose shade they will not sit. And that's kind of where our mindset needs to be at, you know, where there are future generations that are going to inherit this, this reality, this, this realm, this, whatever you want to call it. And uh, we're going to be mindful of that. We're like setting up a pretty bad, pretty bad life for them. And it's because we're tolerating the things that are being done to us now. It's something, you know, something's going to happen someday. I don't know what that thing is, but it's going to happen. <laughs> you know, uh, I kind of talk, I, I mean, I'm not really into the whole, like, you know, all the isms and everything like that. And at the risk of sounding like somebody who's like into the whole ageism thing, I mean, with, with all the, you know, uh, people that are really, really old <laughs> that seem to be in charge of this whole thing. Like I say it all the time. Like you think that these people give a fuck about anybody but themselves. They don't care because by the time the, by the time, like, even if they're the, it, so maybe they're not the ones making the decisions, but let's pretend for a second that they are, that these are the real people behind the scenes, right? If these are the real people behind the scenes, we're in more trouble than anyone even imagines because these people will not be around by the time the consequences for their actions and their policies come to a head. They're not going to be anywhere. They don't give a fuck. <laughs> like they don't give a fuck about what they do because they'll be dead before the and we'll all be sitting here going, "Why is this happening to us?" <laughs> no one's going to remember it's because some idiot, you know, made uh made us all do it you know it's like it's going on even right now like even in like hyperdrive where you we're again like we're seeing all the inflation and the prices of the price of fuel is going up which means the price of everything else is going up because everything that you have in your home right now all those dvds behind you whatever that weird rack with the wood and the whatever like even the computers that we're chatting on and everything came into your we home came into that store wherever you got it from on a truck so how are the fuel how's the fuel going to get into the truck the fuel prices are going up everything else is going to go up and like why is that like we're 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 setting we're <laughs> we're we're fucking ourselves over so bad <laughs> By just that, putting that up with six it, six incher to a ten incher. <laughs> Try and take we're, it. we're all we're take all like, it. wait, wait. Okay, it's not so bad. <laughs> take it. <laughs> That's but, it. You know, I mean, so we're we're talking a lot about about that. You know, and uh, it's it's. I don't know where do we go from here. Where what are some solutions? What what like what are some more 
uh, what are some better solutions, practical solutions? So we can start with the, with the speech, right. By like at least speaking up for ourselves and not taking it anymore. Um, but what are, what are some actual, like more, uh, universal solutions to this? What do you think? You know, I talked with my friend, uh, Mercedes, shout out to Mercedes. She's kind of quiet, not in the participatory part of this, but she's always talking in my ear. We talk and we were on up two sides of this. And she kind of came to the acceptance and agreement that even though I'm always talking about, you know, bullets to the head, decapitations, <laughs> all this stuff to certain higher ups, <clears throat> YouTube, hi, hi. She's of the no consciousness and do the great work and put the message out there and get people awake to the yes, it's true. It is from both sides. That's the thing. But it's safe to talk about one side. Content creation, yay, we're YouTubers or you know, we're streaming and bloggers and podcasters. Yay, that's safe. It's safe to an extent, because then you get all this legislation coming down, you know, misinfo, you know, we got to cancel this and your account is, you know, fact checked and it's putting out dangerous content and blah, blah, blah. So even the thought and the speech may be dangerous to the establishment, to the set mind or mindset of the population. But that's not as dangerous as actually saying, <clears throat> You know, <laughs> see, so it's again, where's your tolerance at? You know, sticks and stones, or you know, sticks and stones may break my bones, or words will never hurt me. They're fine as, as long as you're with the words will never hurt me, words will never hurt me. But when you start talking sticks and stones, which might be pitchforks or knives or certain scary black rifles, now you're like, they don't even want that. So this might get the show taken off the air. Which probably won't because really not too many people listen to this shit. But if I get an Thanks, the door, Ivan. you know, <laughs> jinx. But anyway, no, nah, so it's that it's that balance thing, you know. And that's the problem is that people don't want to go there. The tolerance level is like, you know what? Yeah, maybe I will listen to a podcast and share it with my friends. And we're like, great, that's good. But what else? You know, and recently they just released, uh, along with all this other crap here, I have on another shelf way over there, the 4K Dolby Atmos remastered of 1987's The Untouchables with Sean Connery, who got Academy Award nomination, Best Supporting Actor. And I'm always quoting what he says in that film. Now, what are you prepared to do? People don't ask themselves that, you know? He has a quote in there. He says, you know, he's in the movie going after Capone, talking to Kevin Costner, which was the FBI agent guy. You know, he sends one of yours to the hospital. You send one of his to the morgue. It's like, whoa, that's pretty, you know, new age. It was like, whoa, violence doesn't solve violence. You know, again, they're killing you. They're killing the bad guys are killing the good guys. But the good guys, since they're good, can't kill. Or I should properly phrase it. The bad guys are murdering the good guys. But the good guys defensively killing the bad guys that are murdering them is wrong. It's all looked upon as violence. That's the problem. That's the tolerance being fucked with again, you know? So solutions, yeah, I'm all for the podcast. I'm all for people elevating their consciousness, yada, 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 yeah. We know this. And some people know this. And some people need to work more on that. However, also from this week going on, these, you know, uh, 
court hearings or whatever, not the Johnny Depp shit, the other one, the January 6th thing that some people say, PSYOP, Trump tards, whatever. Some footage, you look at it, people just with their cameras going around in there like, oh, yeah, a lot of violence. Oh no, secret footage. Look, they were breaking windows and did this. <gasps> oh my God. Right. Previous earlier that year, the other side was doing stuff of burning businesses and burning shit down. And they were like, oh, you know, they got to let out their frustration and it's unfair. But then this happened is like, oh, Lord. You know, again, you know, the tolerance level, tolerance level, if they were really there to do some shit, all these whatever good guys or whatever and everything, good old boys, how many guns were confiscated from these people that went there to terrorize? The capital. Uh, were there any shootings? Did any of the, all these thousands of people come with guns and ARs and AKs and not, we didn't hear about that? Just breaking some windows and. But again, <laughs> you know. So again, the tolerance level. Yes, yeah. Knowledge is impo important. Conscious raising is important. But we're in the realm of the mind and the emotion. When do we get to the physical? Because hmm. they for sure hell are in the realm of physical. You know. They're physically freaking breaking skin to get inside your body with some chemicals that you don't know what the hell they do. So physically, they are using that 10-incher on you regularly. But for us to suggest that we start using our own 10-incher on them, no, no, no. Now, there's the cross. There's the hang-up. Now, not calling for violence. Remember, the phrasing is important. But, you know, we can quote that quote all we want. The tree of liberty, blood of tyrants and patriots. How real are we taking that? <laughs> you know, you know that that's you know that's all I'm saying. You know, and that that might be dangerous, inflammatory for some, but it's the truth. It's the truth. It's the fucking truth. And I've made the example before with boulders. You know, if you're fucking around with a boulder and that shit rolls on you and squishes you, that's part of nature. It's natural. You know, yeah, you, totally. you are blood, skin, and bones, 180, 200 pounds. That boulder is however tons, and you're fucking with it, fucking with it. The ground gives and it rolls on you, and people are going to be like, oh, my God. Oh, that's so sad. It's part of nature. That's a natural order of things. Hence, yeah. you have a tiny dot that wants to flex some false perceived muscle on hmm. billions of other dots. And the other billion dots are kind of, oh, oh, no, we're going to tolerate. We're going to tolerate when the natural order of things is for the tolerance to go, hold on, wait a minute, what? Yeah, fuck you. That's when you Mr. Miyagi shit and middle of the road grape, squish, just like grape. Nobody wants to fucking squish that grape. <laughs> so that that's hopefully my message here with tolerance is like, look, Yes, kumbaya and new agey meditation and forgiveness and get along is all fine and dandy, but damn, man, how much longer are you going to let the six-incher become a 10-incher, go from one or two days to 24-7? <laughs> you know, like, come right. on, people, you know, come on. Right. That, that's what I want to say. I mean, we talk, I talk a lot about spirituality on, on the show. It, it, most of the time, there, there is talk about spirituality in every episode, and, you know, here we are talking about it now 
I have a lot of people in my social circles that consider themselves spiritual people, uh, whether it be through religion, going to church type of spirituality or meditating on a rock in the middle of the forest or overlooking some pond someplace or whatever type of spirituality they subscribe themselves to. It's, it's all good in my book. Um, I, I really like to tell people though, like how spiritual are you really? If, if you don't realize what they're going after is your soul, like they're going after your spirit and you're just going to let them do it. Like you're just going to submit and just roll over and accept this shit. Or are you going to rate this? Oh, I can't get angry. Yeah, that's feeding the negativity. Like the, I, I hear the the you know the new age argument all the time. You know, I, I've heard it, I, I've heard it. You know, until my ears have bled about feeding negativity and attra- the law of attraction, and you're just going to attract more of it. And it's like, but what? But what do you do when, like, it's literally your spirit that they're coming after? Aren't you going to need to stand up for yourself and defend your fucking spirit? This douchebag who's sitting in the fucking White House right now ran on a slogan for the soul of America as if he was defending it. No, dude, they are fucking capturing it. He's literally telling you right to your faces he's capturing it. And you're going, oh, I'm a spiritual person. I'm going to go vote. What? Are you fucking retarded? You must be. Real quick, you say what that quote that he said I'm reminded in this past week that somebody else did some critical thinking on another meme, put out a meme showing like, wait, when you, if you change how you look at something, what you look at changes. There's that line that we always hear all the time after shooting. How many more of our children need to die before da, 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 da. That's not a question as to, oh, Lord, that's like a promise. It's like, look, motherfuckers, how many more children do we need to kill before you're going to give up, you know, give in and give up your guns? That's what they're saying. Right. That's literally when you change it, like, hey, wait a minute. Why do they say that? How many more children need to die? That's not like a fearful, remorseful, kind of like regretful thing. That's a promise. That's kind of like, look, you know, we're the ones behind right. this. And we're manipulating like, the shit, but how many more? You know? And it's like, regardless of if you want to believe the narrative or not, that's still the narrative that's getting pumped out there. So that's the emotional reaction that they're seeking to get out of people. Okay. So whether or not uh, these things are happening for real, there are a lot of people out there that like these things to them, they are happening for real and they are reacting emotionally based on that information, based on that narrative. It's going to constitute their, their, uh, their emotional reaction to it. So when you, to your point, when they're, they're standing up, they're going, how many more children have to die? So it's like, whether or not, like, I'm not prepared to say something happened that didn't or something didn't happen that did. I'm not prepared to say that. I, I choose, that's a fence that I sit on. Um, I, I just, having children of my own, it, it, this is the emotional, the emotional mind control though. And I see it in myself. So I'm a little bit higher above it than maybe most people, but having children of my own, I can kind of put myself in the shoes of somebody who would lose their children, regardless of the circumstances of the loss. I can put myself in the shoes of somebody that would lose their children, however horrific of a way that the child might go. And I would never choose to stand and and say, you know, something like, you know, something like that, where, so it's a fence I choose to sit on. 
Um, but having said that, uh, I, I, you know, the, it's, it's the, the force feeding of a narrative that they brainwash you again with the brainwashing into having an emotional reaction to these things. And to me, like what you're saying, like, that's how they get away with it. How, how many more children need to die? How many more children need to die? And that hearing that makes you go, I don't want any more children to die. What do you do? What do you got to do? Tell me what I got to do to stop the children from fucking dying. And that leads to an and, emotional artificial tolerance, right? Reducing and, the tolerance. And, and it's always, but it's always about, um, what do we need to do to keep you in the system? What do we need to do to keep, and this is from their person, from, from their perspective, what they're saying is what do, wh uh, what you need to do to, to stay on the goal on the board, right. to yeah, still to, playing to, the game, right. To perpetuate our system. This is what you need to do. And it's like, no, you got to think outside the fucking box, motherfuckers. How many more children would be dying if you chose to demolish every public school in the country not just the ones that supposedly get shot up right sandy hook got demolished they're going to demolish rob elementary that's been in the news lately that they're demolishing the fucking school how about you don't stop there demolish every fucking one of them can't have a school shooting if there's no public schools <laughs> but no you can't do that you know and your children wouldn't have died if you didn't put them in the fucking public school to begin with you want to get down to harsh truths? Well, there's one right there. Oh, no. <laughs> what are we going to do for our jobs? Again, tolerating another part of their system. You need to go and focus on your career. Who told you that? You're brainwashed into thinking that. That's something that they've made you tolerate. You don't get to self-actualize anymore in your life. You're mentally deranged. You're, you're given beliefs via prescription. And you're told what to think for your whole fucking life. And then you have bullshit fucking solutions to bullshit problems. <laughs> and it's just for hammering into slavery, hammering into slavery, one move after another, boom, boom, boom. And we quote Mark Passio a lot. Something I try to stray away from because I, I like to have a more free-flowing where we can just talk like ourselves and not be quoting all these guys all the time, which is great because, you know, it gives us a chance to come up with some neat stuff that we said originally, but it, it but there are times where it can't be said better. And Passio said something along the lines of uh, you, you can find a society where slavery has been perfected when you find a society where the guns have been taken away. And every population that has been disarmed, that is a population where slavery has been perfected. Something like that. Mm -hmm. So that's where we are right now. They realized, so here's a timeline for everybody right there. Okay, we're going to talk about this. Uh, elections, whatever you want to talk about. I don't care about any of that. I, what I care about is, is what the last two years have shown us. It's come to a, like the wave has crested. And... So at the crest of the wave, the COVID narrative gets released. They are trying to perfect slavery globally. We all know this, 
but here they need the guns. So what are they going to, they're going to turn it up. How many, <laughs> we've had so many mass shootings in the last mass shootings in the last, you know, couple of weeks. It's, it's kind of crazy how that's all of a sudden in the news cycle. And then they turn up and, and then they turn up the January 6th thing again, right after a few massive devastating shootings in grocery stores and schools and, and what, and whatnot. They don't talk about the one in West Virginia that got, that got, uh, or was it South Carolina? Oh shit. Somewhere in that region of the United States where a mass shooting got stopped because a woman had her sidearm dude had an AR 15 style rifle shooting into, started shooting into the crowd. She turned with her sidearm and killed him. The only person to die in that incident was the dude with the rifle. And that happened the day. 404 after. error, 404 yeah. error, cannot compute, cannot compute. That happened that the day, that, the, the, day, the day after Uvalde, that happened. <laughs> okay. So just so everyone knows, like they're feeding narrative to you. So you have an emotional reaction. They realized, and I know like on the One Great Work Network, there's plenty of people that are probably watching this. They're like, we've heard this before, but there's also people out there on other platforms that might be new to this because that's the approach I take with my show is to try to get people in and intrigue them into these uh, topics and to consider things from a different perspective to try to help them be confident in speaking the truth, not just their truth. Um, so we're at the crest of this wave. COVID hits. They lock down the country. They lock down the world. That everyone follows suit. But there's one little problem. They can't take it all away because these dirty little monkeys. They still have their fucking way of protecting themselves. So now they roll back the COVID shit, and then now they're fucking. Now they're ramping up all the gun stuff. They bring January 6th back into the mix because guess what? That's going to attack a certain demographic of people. When they think of gun ownership, you think of Republicans, you know, it's just, and oh, and it's an election year in the United States. What a coincidence. What a coincidence. I don't know, man. And you said I, monkeys and I thought you were going to bring a monkey pox, but I didn't, that didn't live too long. Well, yeah, let's see. But like, that's <laughs> another thing too. It's like, maybe, maybe there's some things out there that people are just like, you know what? I'm not going to tolerate it anymore. That may have happened there. Monkey Bob, like, wait, I'm not tolerating that. Fuck. That. But over in over in the UK, though, they're still there. I just saw a post earlier today about uh, about cases of monkeypox in the UK. So I mean, that's kind of how COVID started too. And then by the time we started really taking it seriously here in the United States, you know, it, it was like other countries were already calling us idiots. You know what I mean? Like, oh, those stupid Americans, don't they understand? And we're over here going, this this is bullshit. And then, you know. That's another avenue, another, this ties in with the tolerance thing. Remember, you program prod, you know, how do strategically, you see where the weakest link is. The tolerance is high here, high tolerance, high tolerance, high tolerance. Wait, this group, they have a low tolerance. They'll accept everything. Let's go right there, right there, right there. Break. Look, see, it's real. Trust the science. They look, they have it. They believe it. It's like, oh, and now it spreads because they infiltrated. They got through the small crack, and now from behind, they can come. And now everybody with the high tolerance, now you start questioning things and doubting, like, well, wait a minute. Maybe the science is true. And look, it happened over here. And that's how they fuck with your tolerance. There's more of the obfuscation of tolerance. You yeah. Know? 
Yeah, I mean, if uh, if anyone watching this actually has any questions or any comments that they want to uh, have fielded on the show tonight, we're going to run long tonight. This is uh, so we haven't been able to do this in a while. So I'm just going to kind of do a, um, you know, just just a random uh, doing it live type of thing where if you have any questions or comments or whatever that you want read live on the air tonight, uh, come over to freeyourmindany.com forward slash live there is a chat bar there or you can even go to the twitch channel and you can comment there and i'll be able to see it and uh and it'll show and i'll be able to uh read your read your questions and we can we can go there uh we can go from there but and depending uh, on my t level of tolerance i might depending on the question say good question or say uh you know what you can do with it. <laughs> <laughs> you go fuck yourself. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, if that if that's something if if uh, going long tonight is something that you can tolerate, Ivan, I know that's probably <laughs> you know it, it, it's cutting cutting into your warm milk time, you old man. Warm so, milk. What the ugh. hell? <laughs> you see but, my symbolic little stars here upside down. Have there? there it says Harkins Theaters. Ooh, 85 years. What year was this one from? That's how old you are. 2018. 2018. Harkins Movie Cup. But look, it's filled with water. Nothing but water. Can you see? Oh, water. I have gonna spill. Water. I have a I have a mason jar that used to be the home to some tomato <laughs> sauce. Mason jar. That oh. goes with Freemason. Oh Lord. It's because it, it because it hermetically seals. <laughs> Hermetic. Okay, good save. Good recovery. And Hermetic. uh Hermetic. and it used to be the home to tomato sauce, but we repurposed it for some some glasses so we can drink out of them instead. There you go. And to save the sea turtles, I have a metal straw with a silicone tip. <laughs> oh, more of the tolerance bullshit. What was it? A couple of years ago, right? California, the straws. It was like, oh, plastic. We need to do it with, with plastic. So what they did do, paper straws, but they mm -hmm. came in plastic covering. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, the retarded, yeah. the tolerance. Yeah. yeah. You know, taking it back real quick, something you were talking about um, here five minutes ago or something it made me think synchronistically of a movie that i was just watching before we came on threw on a little known west craven movie from like 19 uh 2005 maybe called red eye yeah red eye but it's about the night flying at night and it yeah. had um uh the girl we saw that she looked different she looked cleaner and nicer and everything. Rachel McAdams we saw in Doctor Strange 2. And she had this mm. big old mole in Doctor Strange 2. I was like, what the freaking hell was up with that growth right there? She didn't have it in this movie. She looked all smooth. I was like, oh, cool. And the Scarecrow's in here too, Cillian Murphy. So in this movie, Red Eye, I bring it up because, you know, we always got to do movies. But the whole, it's very elaborate kind of thing for an hour and a half movie. Not even an hour and a half, hour and 25 minutes. But it's about there some government agency or some agency, some group wants to assassinate a certain congressman or something like that. And he's going to stay at a hotel. And so the manager of that hotel, they target her through manipulating, you know, trying to keep an eye on her father. And she's got a flight and they get a guy to attach to her on this flight. And it's like very intricate that look, we got somebody at your house, keep an eye on your dad. If you want your dad to stay alive, you're gonna go ahead and use your managerial whatever at the hotel to move that congressman from this room that you always have him to this corner room because we're gonna plan on assassinating his ass. So it was very intricate, this whole thing. But it just 
kind of made me think when you were talking about, you know, how elaborate conspiracies or government things with the school shootings and all this. And I'm like, you know what? They would go to these extremes for an agenda. If it's shit, if you pay somebody a hundred thousand or two hundred fifty thousand dollars to do something, they're like, "Hey, you're never even gonna meet meet these people. People die every day. So what? Well, that's it to you. Here, you can make some money and do. You know, people tolerate doing shady shit as long as they're compensated in this proxyous, you know, proxy shit. Like a lot of proxy, you can do have a good life. And so what if you have an effect on someone you're never even going to know them anyway? So that was one thing that came to mind when you were talking about, you know, about how things happen with the shootings and all this stuff in schools. And then also there was something else with a TV show called Evil. Now, I may have mentioned this before, but there's a TV show called Evil. It started on CBS and it's on Paramount Plus now going on its third season. In the second season, they have this like devil kind of character he's like a nerdy piece of shit but sometimes you see him it's like wait is he like the devil incarnate or just a representative but he plays like a psychiatrist and he has this nerdy kind of patient that's kind of skinny and glasses and girls don't like me oh well, i'm doing wrong kind of thing and this psychiatrist guy manipulates him in the kind of way and i'm not talking about you dude you're like six foot you were tall you're not skinny and nerdy maybe high school days, but anyway, um, <laughs> but no. So in this episode, in the show, there's like one or two episodes that it, it happens in the show where they show the geeky guy, the psychiatrist is building up his confidence and he has him go to an all women's uh, gym and try and get in. And they're like, no, this is for women. Says who? What's my right? I don't and he fucking makes like a shooting kind of thing at the women. They're like, whoa, what the fuck's wrong with this guy? So again, starts planting the seeds of shooting kind of shit. So eventually that psychiatrist manipulates this victim kid and self-confidence is shattered and all this stuff to get guns and train with them and all this stuff. So he's planting a psychiatrist, remember, <laughs> You know, but it's a devil guy, psychiatrist, manipulating this young kid to go on a shooting thing. Luckily in the show, the kid is so stupid that he's fucking around with guns and he has a kind of a pistol loaded and he's twirling and it goes off and he shoots himself and kills himself. And the psychiatrist devil guy goes apeshit like, ah, because all this work. But again, here's TV shows and movies showing you how certain entities, individuals, or organizations can easily just manipulate your everyday person to do these heinous big events. Again, that's a, I, I, I don't know. I would suggest yeah. that's another form of, you know, tolerance. You know, people could be manipulated. What they tell? They don't question things. They're like, oh, okay. And the gullibility. Gullibility plays a big role in tolerance. If you're not gullible, you know, like your tolerance may be pretty high where it's like, nah, fuck that shit. I'm not going to fall for that. Whereas if it's low and you believe everything and you trust the science that they tell you, you believe everything and you behave accordingly and that's how evil fucking continues. So I just wanted to throw those couple of little things in there relating to you talking about the school shootings and how they happen or why and things and whether real or not. And it's like, gotta take all this stuff into consideration. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, even, even the narratives that they, that they pump out there, you, you still owe it to yourself uh, as a, as a critically thinking individual to even for a brief period of time, to consider the narrative that they're telling you as you're considering that narrative to be true. So as a critically thinking person, there is a period of time where that narrative 
you go, okay, what if it is true? Or how can it be true? How can I disprove this? Can I get the evidence, sufficient evidence to disprove it? Can I do these things? You know, it's just a matter of critical thinking, you know, and then, and then basing, and then being like, okay, well, can I tolerate that? You know, am I going to, can I tolerate a bunch of kids dying? No, I can't. Like, I can't. Did it really happen? I, I don't know. I wasn't there. I really wasn't. I will tell you one thing though. You know, that story about the mom who drove, got handcuffed that story about that mom who convinced the cops to uh to uncuff her and then she went into the school and saved her kids i found her and i've been talking to her and it, she seems you know she seems to be she seems to be legit um i invited her onto the show to do an interview unfortunately they've been threatening her with uh with legal action if she speaks out against uh against what happened anymore but uh in a private conversation i've had i had with her it seemed seemed to me that she was being genuine so and i i'm i'm uh i'm sorry i just have i have very conflicting thoughts when it comes to people's kids getting killed or or not I don't care how that, I don't care how anyone perceives me for having that. It's just, you know, it's just an emotion, but it doesn't rule me, right? It doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't rule every facet of my life. It's not, my whole life isn't controlled from an emotional standpoint. It's just something that I kind of get sad about. I've, I've expressed sadness about that incident on the show before. It's, it's a very sad thing to consider something like that happening it's just fucking terrible you know well i think in the past that's come up too when we talk about the term false flag a lot of people again the hijacking occurs when they try to obfuscate false flag to me and it never happened like that's not what we genuinely or or more often or not attempt to convey with the term false flag it's more that the false flag is things did not happen the way you were told they happened. So not necessarily that nobody died or everybody died or some people died. Like, no, it could be that yes, some people died. However, it wasn't how they told you. It wasn't the one person they told you. It wasn't, you know, that, you know, it was a crazy lone gunman. There may have been two or three people. It may have been the guy was a plant. They just put him in there, and it was other agency, alphabet agency people that did the uh, the deed, evil deed, and left this guy. There's your patsy, you know? So that's when we talk false flag, there's different degrees of how the false flag, you know, came about. And Unfortunately, that's the stigma that comes across with false flag when people question these things. Oh, you're saying it never happened? No, we're asked, we're saying it may not have happened as you are being told. And that still constitutes a lie, whether it's a small lie or a big lie, there's a lie. There's again yep. degrees. <laughs> there's degrees, you know, and and some big situations that fuck things up big time may have a causal factor that can be very small and overlooked 
because people don't think that way. They don't know about microcosm, macrocosm. The sorcerers mm. do. The sorcerers know how they can just tweak one little thing, one little event, one little person, one little thought, and it'll do something that in the bigger scheme of things has a big worldwide freaking you know right. effect. And people can't think that way. People are just like, oh, that's crazy. That's that's a way out the conspiracy theory. Like, yeah, it's a conspiracy because it could still just be one person influenced by someone else or a group of others that that that, that has an effect that affects all of us. So whether it's like 9-11, you know, a few people, one per, you know, e even that, that whole conspiracy thing of false flaggedness came from the victims' families themselves. So people that did die were questioning how they died. So a lot of them weren't questioning, oh, the towers weren't even hit by planes, man. Oh, nobody died in the building. No, yeah, they, they were saying, yeah, people died. The towers did collapse. There was a... However, they didn't buy that a guy in a cave somewhere on a cell phone and laptop with dialysis machine had so much power. <laughs> see, again, see, there's that kind of shit. Yeah. Yeah. When you put it that way, it's like it starts to kind of, you kind of start going, uh, yeah, that is good. That is wicked fucked up, you know? No, you know, not that I'm saying that. Oh, finally, I realized the truth about 9 11. <laughs> but it's like, it, it's it's a way to reach people where you're like, well, look at it this way. You think that a person orchestrated that? You think that a jet fuel melted steel beams, but they found the dude's passport uh, at ground zero? Like, how does that? You think that the balls of flames that you saw up there was just balls of flame on their own, that they yeah. weren't fueled by hence said fuel that you say burnt down everything else that explosion was a different fuel tank and there was still reserve fuel to burn and weaken the structure so you had different fuel that burst into flames and huh <laughs> trust the science no <laughs> so i mean since we were on the topic there's a couple of other things about this um th this this more recent school shooting that uh that i've i've been wanting to really really say now, now remember this is still all connected to tolerance how much truth yep. do people tolerate tolerate but how much lie how much deception how gullible are they that their tolerance gets manipulated so 9-11 the school shootings all this stuff is still based on tolerance because remember now we're talking the intellectual the mind tolerance how much bullshit are you allowed to get in there and influence your thoughts now your perception of reality is based on all the lies that you tolerated because you did not want to tolerate any of the truth or science or critical thinking that you are naturally born with. But since CNN said it and the rest of the people regurgitated it, it must be true. So your tolerance is open 100% to that, but shut, you know, sealed tight to any kind of critical thinking or people like us putting alternative information out there. This is still related to tolerance. Yeah. So um, this has to do with uh, tolerating order followers and using the, the recent school shooting as an example. Uh, these parents, uh, and this is going to be really harsh, and it might be very, very, it's probably going to be very, very fucking unpopular to say, but um, your your children died because you tolerated the police holding you back let that sink in for a second 
These parents are going to have to live their entire lives for the rest of their lives thinking, why did I let the cops tell me no? Why did I tolerate that? Why did I just do what I, why? why? They're going and to the cognitive that, dissonance that comes along yeah. with that. When you're Instead told, of, call the police, yeah. call people trained with guns to do the right thing. Don't be a vigilante. Okay, you're standing there. There are people with guns. Go in there. Do what you're allegedly paid to do, right? right. And you don't. That's a cognitive dissonance right there that actually shouldn't even be cognitive dissonance. It should reveal, like, look, police are not there to serve and protect you when literally right there, by definition, we're here to serve and protect. All schools will have a police officer. Your kids are safe. We're doing our best. Okay, now you got 20, 30 police officers here with handguns and automatic weapons and go nothing oh then you guys nothing. are full of shit you're lying why should we right. bother believing you guys yeah it's uh it's a it's a it, it, uh, people would probably sit there and say well what if it happened to your kid what, what would you say like i'm gonna be honest i'd probably be a fucking i would probably be an absolute mess but i wouldn't be standing there outside the school letting there's a few people getting into altercations with the police in those videos that we saw and everything. My hat's off to you if this, that face value, like if this is how it all went down, man. My hat's off to those parents, especially. I'm not. I'm. Uh, if you really want to find her name, I'm not. I'm not going to say her name out loud. But the woman that went into the school and rescued her kids, like my hat's off to her. You know, it's, you know, it's a, it's an extreme act of courage to. Be like fuck you i'm going and fucking doing something about this shit you're not like these like, so um there's that part of the order follower tolerance and then to even still use this school shooting as an example there's another part of the order follower tolerance tolerance for order followers to look at here where even after seeing this shit go down how it's a national story about how this group of a costume thugs stood outside of a school while 19 children fucking got murdered uh, and did nothing to stop it when the stories are that there were children in the classrooms on the phone with 911 operators saying we're alive in here please come in here and save us and those and then there are people that were on the phone with 911 operators and saying yeah we're alive but then they were found dead same people that were on the phone were found dead all right those are the stories and you're gonna sit here and still wave that fucking thin blue line flag around like you're like it's something to be proud about it happened in uvalde texas i am in new hampshire it doesn't matter where you are all of these people operate the same they operate the same fucking way no matter where you go like what we talked about when we met up in connecticut on my drive down I saw it. It was all the same. It's all the same. You see people, every single fucking cop I saw on my way down to Connecticut that day had someone pulled over. Every last one of them, they're looking for somebody. They're looking for something for some reason, you know, and here I am just going along my merry, my merry way, you know, every single one pulled over. And I, I don't know, man, it's just how much are we going to tolerate, you know? before you realize there are more of us than there are of them and in situations like that or in situations even like where, where we are today you know where we don't need to put up with this shit we have rights granted to us from the creator of the universe that allow us 
to stand up for ourselves and to not fucking put up with this abuse anymore. And it takes, takes a lot of organizing <laughs> to do it. Everything's done on the internet nowadays and there's no privacy on the internet. And, uh, <laughs> you can't, can't expect to really make much. I don't know, man. I, I'm now I'm like getting into the whole defeatist mentality, you know, which is why I like to, when I get into these funks where I'm like, Oh, it's all shit. I'm cynical, you know, Oh, it's no, Oh, it's never going to happen. Uh, I just think to myself, you know, but you know, we could, um, continue to talk to people and hopefully avert some, some of the destruction that could happen by you know like uh by by speaking to people and getting them to start to think for themselves and not comply with this shit anymore not tolerate this shit anymore you know um especially from it has having an effect i bet you i saw a video <laughs> even though she went off the rails kind of but yet the action was there and it was interesting to see scrolling through some of the youtube you know i watched the movie stuff and reviews and all this it popped up on my youtube something locally actually that a karen it was a karen a crazy karen oh. and she was right out here in scottsdale arizona that she went in and filmed herself going into uh kmart or target right? and they had these um shows full of mass mass and i guess she got triggered or whatever since the mandates were lifted whatever, and she started no no she was abusing the lost word it's like no we're not gonna do that anymore no no and she was flipping off the mask off the shows making a mess there i'm like yeah she was right I'm like yeah fuck this shit fuck this shit fuck this shit no however yeah she was going a little bit like okay you know, do you really need to make a scene and you know now i'm yes. literally gonna be a karen and it's like so yeah they pulled yes. her out of there and you know so yes it's like, you, do, yeah. you gotta you have to make a scene mm-hmm because so when you're I, when you're met with when you're when you're met with an extreme amount of oppression, only a stream of, uh, an extreme amount of resistance is going to make a difference. Right. So that's what I mean. It's like we weigh it. I'm like, was it too extreme to do that for what? Did that fuel her narcissistic kind of satanic? Like, look at my attention. Look at that, and I'm streaming. Or but she was right. Was that part of truth. Yeah, she was right. See, so it's like she was right. Fuck. But yeah, so it's like. I don't know. It's, so again, it doesn't, it's kind of neutral. It it's kind of neutral. It's like, all right, she did what she did, but the, okay, she may have listened to some things like what we put out, or, or you know, woken up to this is all bullshit. But the thing is, how do you go about it then? It's like, okay, what purpose did that serve? If she wanted to get attention and wake people, up, okay, fine, she did it. Okay, fine. I don't think she got arrested or anything, but you know, police did show up at her house. Actually, I take it back. She did get arrested. You know, this one did get arrested because I think if I'm, if I remember correctly, this was someone who was like not up into the, into politics, but she dealt with like a local state kind of, you know, political person. She was like, you, you know, she didn't, wasn't saying, you know who I am, but no, she did know somebody who knew somebody. And so that's still the police went ahead, went to her home and they arrested her based on whatever shit. So it's like, you know, how far yeah. do we go with this shit? But, you know, I'm not saying, whoa, whoa, whoa. Now I've been taking steps backwards. I'm just like, well, shit, if you're going to do all that, I don't know. <laughs> the mask off a shelf. Yay. Like, okay, fine. <laughs> But yeah, I, I guess I, that was her portion. But you know, just again, hear, just stirring shit up. I hear what you're saying. Like, what yeah. what are you really accomplishing by doing that? Yeah. Right, that type of thing. You know, like, are you just are you just 
being, I don't know. Attention. Being, <laughs> yeah. Being a fucking attention. Utilizing whore. truth is like, you're, you're speaking yeah. truth, but this is more along the lines of look at me. I know truth and I'm going to use it to my advantage. A term right. I afraid I used before, which I haven't really used that much about, you know, sucking on the truth tit. <laughs> like she was doing it for, you know, maybe attention seeking. It's like, yeah, you, this is true. You're right. What you're doing. Yeah. Fuck this shit. And it's all bullshit. However, <laughs> are you trying to wake people up or was this more attention? Uh, you know, at the end of the day though, does it really matter? Yeah. Because she's right. You know, mm -hmm. so we, you know what I mean? Like, and if but, she can tolerate the consequences, like, no, I know I may get arrested and this might go negative, but fuck it. It's like, oh, okay, if that was your, have at it, fine. Fuck it. You know? So, and that's a theme that we really never talk much about. It has been talked about a little bit, but sacrifice. We need to do another podcast about sacrifice and be it real life sacrifice, fictional sacrifice in movies and TV shows, and just, you know, the price. Everybody talks about the cost of living. But what is the true cost of truly living? You know, sacrifice. And we see it. I see it all the time now in movies. It's popping out more and more clear as day when I see something. The people who do the right action and do the right thing, nine times out of ten, sacrifice is involved in there. And now when it comes to this theme now, tolerance, what keeps a lot of people uh, here and no more? They don't want to go into the tolerance levels. I mean, to the sacrifice levels. They'll tolerate, they'll tolerate, they'll tolerate. But when you want to break that and do what's right, you got to get into the uh, championship rounds. You know, you got to get into the sacrifice yeah. levels. And maybe that lady did kind of just tiptoe into the sacrifice level and be like, no, fuck this shit. I may have consequences. But okay, it was a form of sacrifice. And a lot of us... We need to question that too. Okay, we're doing the podcast and this and that and saying things that are a little risque. Ooh, this might get us banned from YouTube. Ooh, how much sacrifice are we willing to make? You know, and what I was talking about earlier, that was in the, uh, you know, 100% red, red alert, red alert, danger Will Robinson area of sacrifice because we know that is nine times, 100% of the time what's necessary for that. Having the love, true love, and a true consciousness of why things are being done. Not reckless, not blind, not mind controlled and, you know, or out of stupidity. Because as our friend Francesco has said, strategically, you know, we are at a strategic disadvantage. So that's why it is sometimes precarious, I think might be the word, to go into those sacrificial you know, to commit that sacrifice when we know, yeah, they just took out Bill Cooper and nobody gives two shits. Yeah, they just took out this other guy and they don't give a shit. They, you know, where it's like their deaths may have been in vain, where it's like, well, you know, and I've, when this COVID stuff first started, I was thinking about that right away, took it to where if they knock on my door wanting to force vaccinate me, damn, I hope I have a good enough phone with a, you know, a stand or something, or I can place it somewhere and live stream when I say no to these fuckers and go out in the blaze of glory. You know, when they come and try, like, no, bang! What would that do? Like, oh, look at this crazy conspiracy theorist over here with a podcast, <laughs> you know, trying to free people's minds. He was just a lunatic. And look, he, you know, he threatened authority and they, they killed him. And that's it. And that's it. That's the end of Ivan from Phoenix. Or the fairy tale is, Live streaming, people see and hear that. Oh, shit. You know, the water on earth is happening. 
podcast groups and one great work network and other people see this and little by uh, insurrections are happening worldwide based on you know one person got killed and people are standing up to authority it's like they don't want to hear that and in reality would that happen they like to think the shot heard around the world it's a nice story was it real is it true is it repeatable what would it take and you know maybe a year or two ago this thing with this james uh hurley i know there were people in colorado that they're like oh he's a nice guy and what he was a true hero and this and that but i kind of on sanitizing the insanity was like uh no you're buying into the narrative that they want because there was a guy who wrote a manifesto that he was going to go out and kill police and he went out and he did shoot a cop he shot a police officer and it wasn't that he was out to kill everybody because when they show the surveillance video from a parking lot, you see him walk by two regular civilians, no threat at all. He went straight for the police. He had a grudge against authority, the manifestation with her, and went out and started taking out this guy. And Jonathan, uh, James Hurley, whatever, in the store heard the gunshots and came out and allegedly confronted that guy and shot and killed him. But then the people he was protecting, good old police show up and see John, James or Johnny, whatever, with the, the gun, kill him. People say, he died a hero. But when you actually listen to the interviews and see some of these videos, the people being interviewed, they're like, oh, what I saw was terrifying. It's going to haunt me for the rest of the days of my life. I was like, what? That you saw somebody out there protecting somebody and then the police came and killed him. And then they kind of try to sweep that under the carpet. So my point being, <laughs> the Hurley guy, he was in the wrong. Technically, he should have been helping the guy that was shooting at police because he was trying to go up against authority. And authority came and squished that shit and killed, you know, Hurley himself. So again, that that's the tolerance. We can tolerate, you know, them killing us and coming up with whatever story and burying, even with the truth. And people are like, oh, that's a shame. Next, move along. Mm -hmm. See? So yeah. Uh that's what happens if we do stand up. That that's the sad state of the world. I don't mean to make you sadder, but you know, hey, keeping it real. It's like, okay, that's where we're at now. You know, and that's why these seeds are important to plant and get to that critical mass of people that, you know, it's sad that we know kind of people subconsciously or hidden or in the underground. They know, yeah, we know government's fucked up. Yeah, fuck the police. We know they're wrong. Okay, now let's put it out in the open. Well, yeah. we're not ready there. That sacrifice, no. You know, underneath and, and, and you know. In secret, yeah, we can. But right. out in the open, not ready for that. Not ready for that. And it's sad because scientifically, we've always been ready for that. You know, the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few or the one. And in a negative way, the few or the one is the rulers, the elite, the master class. You know, so everybody else needing to be free. Yeah, fuck these few that want to ruin control us. But it gets flipped, you know, and I use that quote because I recently saw Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan on a Tuesday Night Classics here in the theater <laughs> that, oh, for Spock, the needs of the one outweigh the needs of the many. Like, oh, like, well, yeah, kind of, yeah, kind of, okay. But it depends what needs are those. Is it for the many to sacrifice because the guy's an asshole and selfish and like, nah, right and wrong do come in here. So sometimes, like I said, sacrifice is necessary. Like, thank yeah. you. We love you. You did your part and we'll never forget you, but this is, has us on a positive path, but that really doesn't happen or hasn't happened yet. So, yeah. Uh, it's uh, those are my ramblings. <laughs> the the this system has been designed to 
um, allegedly to provide people with a, an easy life, right? Mm -hmm. um, house slavery, as I refer to it. Right. So it's, it's choosing between what's right and what's easy. And the sacrifice is choosing what's right over that which is easy. Not a lot of people are prepared to do that. You know, it's not right. It's it's not right to bring. Uh, it's not right to bring life in this world without understanding the immense amount of responsibility it takes to tend to that life in which that you are a steward of after you've decided to participate in the act of con of of procreation. You know, it's not right. The the circumvent, like we talked about in Connecticut, they're circumventing cause and effect with abortion. They're making consequence free. Mm -hmm. It's like, that's not how the universe works. That's not how the universe works. So you're choosing what's easy over what's right. And no wonder, you know, we're in the state that we're in. There's people out there that tolerate this shit. And it's like, dude, it's not about... <laughs> so there's a there is a limit of your body your choice and it comes down to what about the baby's body stop calling it a fetus it's a fucking human it's a person in there it's not a fetus don't it's don't name it something else that it's not it's a human being you know i don't give a fuck if i i'm a man or we can't say what you want you can't say it because you're a man. I don't fucking care about that anymore. I just don't. I'm so sick and fucking tired of this shit. I don't want, I'm, I'm not going to tolerate it anymore. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, so what, what, what I was getting at was, uh, they're trying to get rid of consequences for your actions. They're trying to make you think that there are no consequences for it, but there are. There's always a consequence for it. Whether you directly feel that consequence or not, there's going to be a consequence there. So like now the, the consequence is, is that we're having this conversation about it, you know? Instead of it actually happening, we're having a conversation about it because you went and did that. Now you don't have a kid. You murdered someone and now, <laughs> and now you, now, now we're talking about it, you know? And you know, and then <laughs> I wouldn't make, I wanted to make such a fucking bad joke earlier when you were talking about, <laughs> about uh, the same people crying about the school shootings or the same ones that want to go and get abortions. And it's like, well, a school shooting is just an abortion in the 837th trimester. So what's the big deal? You know, mm -hmm. but that's such a, like I, I said it now, so it's out there. Yeah, but it's just yeah. the how fucking like it's, so these people are fuck, I'm, I'm fucked up in the head for even fucking having mm -hmm. that thought but it's like a old south park joke where uh, cartman's mom goes to the doctor and she's like i want to have an abortion and she, and she's like can you do it and she says like some ridiculous number she's like the 400 and something something trimester and the doctor's like you're what <laughs> no <laughs> he's like no like no like she wants to abort her already born 10 year old son <laughs> like what are you talking about lady and it's like a joke about how it's murder it just is you know but so the sacrifice aspect comes in that's what we were talking about all right sacrifice comes in when you choose to do the right thing over what is easy and the system is literally designed to provide you with an easy life. And, you know, um, 
it's been said that they don't give you anything that they first didn't take away and under the guise of protection or safety or to make your life easy for you so you don't have to think for yourself and so you don't have to take care of yourself there's always some government institution or some crutch you can lean on or whatever and uh, that's provided through coercion and taxation and duress and uh, and everything when the right thing to do is to take care of yourself and that it's this domino effect that I that I tend to think about where a lot of the things that we are arguing about today are only in the conversation because government exists okay because of how easy they've made uh, having life and you know I I sound you know a little pessimistic there about how easy they have made having life uh, or having a life um, that we tend to find ourselves in these arguments about abortion and, and whatnot when if we chose to do the right thing over what's easy then uh, perhaps a you know in the capacity in which it exists today abortion would not exist in that capacity it would be relegated to the scientific excuse it was like you know if this baby continues there's a risk that it you know may kill the mother during birth or the child is gonna suffer some oh okay keep it keep it at that keep it at that scientific reasoning or logic of you know better to just avoid the harm or un, you know suffering that will you know the full cycle will cause as opposed to well i just can't afford it well i just you well know, what are you saying for adoption or whatever you know it's like you know that it's cosmetic i don't want to lose my it's a choice it's my body my choice like yeah you say that but is there any actual physical harm to you that if you go through a birth that it's gonna have you know you, it may kill you it may damage you internally or something like okay scientific okay medically okay yeah, but, but as far go, as just well, it's your right. You just can do it if you want to. Then go going through the birth will do that. But I question. I I would raise the question. So birth and pregnancy are two different things. So going mm -hmm. through the birth is going to do that to you. But what about being pregnant? And there's a difference between an abortion and ending a pregnancy. And ending mm -hmm. a pregnancy just simply means that you have removed the baby from the womb. So a birth is technically the ending of a pregnancy at the same time. Abortion involves murder mm -hmm. of the baby. Um, that's just how it goes. This is the truth. Well, I hear, yeah, you're uh, so yeah, that makes so sense. Like, like maybe converted. Okay, you know, it was it was conceived in the womb, but due to potential medical problems or things that may be perceived, you know, come along. Now we have the technology. Okay, now we can extract it and create a test tube baby, put it in an artificial womb, and it'll grow and still be born. So the baby will be safe, and the mother will be safe. But no, 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 we just got to abort altogether. So I see what you're saying. Yeah, if if it was that safety was the real reason, as opposed to maybe a narcissistic, my body, my choice, I control, yes or no, I don't give a fuck, which we know that's more often than not what it is. It's just giving that satanic, selfish powers, like my body, my choice. Like, are you under any medical problems, any kind of thing that might harm you? No, I can bear it, but I just don't want to. Ah, there's the honest answer. See, so... Yeah, it just sounds to me a lot of the time like you know for uh a, a an abortion for contraceptive purposes is just absolutely 100 clean across the board everyone can agree that that is wrong 
Mm -hmm. uh, an abortion for the most part, no matter the circumstances is wrong. Um, there is a little bit of a gray area in there where you and everyone needs to just come to terms with the fact that it's like Pandora's box has been opened. It's going to happen. And whether you like it or not, someplace, somewhere in this world, there are going to be women getting abortions, no matter how much you talk about it, no matter how much you, you, you want it to stop the immoral nature of it. We can speak about it all the time and have it be the only thing we talk about, but it doesn't matter. It's going to happen whether, whether, whether you like it or not. Um, there is no moral, uh, there, there is no moral circumstance. Uh, there is no circumstance which makes it a moral, a which makes an abortion a moral thing, a moral action. Abortion clean across the board is just immoral um, because you're murdering. It's the taking of a life. Or, you're right, or, and it's in the and, word abort. What are you aborting? Right. And life. If, and, oh, someone's at the door and... uh yeah. And so, so, um, don't they know? I would use technology. I have a camera on my phone. For the all they had door. to do was go online, and they could see that you're live streaming right now, Ivan. That's really I ignorant know, right? of them. How dare they? I, I didn't message them. They didn't get the message. <laughs> but I Just mean, kidding. so what I'm what I'm getting at is that, like, at, at some point in time, you gotta, you like, we have to like come to terms with this that that it's going to happen. You know. And, and what are the consequences of that? Because it's, it's just in, in my, and, and it's maybe not for all eternity. That's not what I'm trying to say. I, I think that there is potential that pe that humanity can grow out of this, you know, d this uh, satanic phase and that, that the whole abortion thing can be, you know, ended because there's also like the arguments about rape and incest and it's like well i mean if we were living morally then those rapes those incestual uh, you know ancestral uh rapes and even you know other rapes they wouldn't happen because people would go rape is objectively wrong so i'm not going to do it mm -hmm. i don't want to do wrongdoing so i'm not going to do that and then the, then okay so that argument oh, that's gone see you later but you know women stopped tolerating uh you know these really creepy guys <laughs> that fucking want to you know touch hey, them. you know what you even know? though we're live streaming stay live because i got the camera on my phone and i don't know there's somebody outside i remember i did say certain inflammatory things not too long ago so who's oh, not no. to say somebody's there you know, i've been you're paranoid uh, hey you never know i got i got the camera right here you can't so I know you, can't, you can't really see that, but yeah, somebody was walking back and forth. They're out there, so I'm like, huh? Let's see. Maybe I should just go out there. I'll go open the door with my little friend tucked in behind me. So for the viewing audience, if you hear gunshots break out, call nine one one. Nah, don't call nine one one. Fuck it. Everybody just come. But let's just see what happens. I don't know. Well, they went away. I do want to see if anybody was out there, but. If they continue knocking, then I'll go. But anyway, Ivan, you're getting swatted. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. That's the term. Yes, getting swatted. It was like, yep. it's a big dude who had a white shirt on, had some kind of thing hanging 
kind of lanyard. So I don't know if it was maybe some uh, law enforcement kind of thing or just somebody trying to sell some. But we shall see. Sell something to you at, at nine o'clock at night. At eight thirty, I know, right? It's like, yeah, regular hours. Like, yeah, sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but I mean, we we were talking, you know, about uh, about all about all the abortion stuff and everything, yep. and and it's just it's just something that needs to be recognized and come to terms with that. It's just it's going to it's just it's going to be something that exists, and whether we like it or not. And, and that's, I, I think that's that, you know, it's, it's a, it's a tough, it's a tough conversation to have, especially as a, as a male, but I, I have, mm-hmm. I, I've just had to be like, you know what, you know, I can, I can speak about the more, the morality of it and everything and just hope that enough people listen and consider it, you know, I, I don't know. I say, I, I say that, uh, that, that we just arm our, are uh, the the women that we love and say hey here's how you use a use a gun and if you think that you're about to be if it's about rape if you think you're about to be raped if i can shoot the dude in the dick <laughs> you know <laughs> it rather rather be you know stand up and proud to be standing tall and proud like i didn't get raped you know instead of uh instead of having to make such terrible tough decisions you know uh, and honestly decisions i'll never i'll I'll never know what it's like to make so i I don't know that's it going back to like video stuff there was a video on one of the sanitizing the insanity where we you know they showed a a guy pulled up in a car he got out of the car and grabbed a kid i guess whether it was a father trying to grab it but then this lady pulled out a gun and shot the guy because he had a gun on the mother and grabbed the kid but this other lady pulled out her own gun and shot the guy yeah. So whether it's kidnapping a child or attempted rape, there you go. And recently there was another video streaming online that I saw through my Facebook feed where it had the caption saying, this is why you never hear about uh, robbing gun shops. And they show these two guys come into the gun shop. One of them pulls a gun to try and rob the guy behind the counter. But this other guy behind the counter at a gun shop had his own gun, pulls it out, boom, shoots this guy. And then the other guy goes running and he shoots after. See, so again, yep. it's like good people with guns will more often or not either neutralize or stop bad guys with guns. So, you know, and again, prevent rapes and every other nasty shenanigan that might occur. But they don't want that. Call the police so that you can have Uvalde incidents <laughs> where they'll just stand around and come after the fact. And even on my website, years ago on my website, there was a video from New York that showed this guy got beat the fuck up. He got stabbed and beat up in a train by the door. And there was a cop on the other side of the door that didn't do shit while this guy was getting beat up and stabbed. And in that, the lawsuit that this guy filed with the city based on that came out, the mayor said and everything, well, police officers are not actually paid to protect someone. They're there to just enforce laws. See, so they're not there to protect you. That's why the cop didn't get involved. Nothing happened to the cop. So where people get this illusion, it's just the propaganda advertising to, you know, enslave and punish. Oops, did I say that loud? To serve and protect. (laughs) You know, so it's all a mind game. It's, it's, yeah, so. I've heard that. I've heard of that. I've heard that story before about this guy was going on a stabbing spree and the cop was sitting in the, in the, uh, the conductor's booth and the, 
somebody was banging on the door and, oh, and, oh, and uh, the cop inside the conductor's booth thought it was the guy going on the stabbing spree. Like that guy with the knife knew that there was a cop in there and wanted to, or, or, or whatever. He, the, the stupid cop got scared. I mean, that's a human reaction. You'd be afraid, you know? Sure. But when you, <laughs> but, take, yet, but when you, but when you voluntarily, when you yeah. voluntarily sign up to do that job, and people are by the masses are brainwashed into thinking that you, that these costume thugs are there to protect you, you know, like, and it's just like, dude, like you don't have the luxury of opting out to be afraid. If that's the oath that you take to protect and serve people, you don't have the luxury of opting out that and be, Oh, I was scared. Well, you signed up for this job, douchebag. You go and fucking do it. Protect people. Mm-hmm. Like that's the whole thing. Like natural law allows us to protect each other. Right. So if there was a voluntary force of people like years and years ago, you brought up this thing about, and you called it helpers. Yeah. And, and it's about like volunteers that would, you know, like a neighborhood watch type of thing. There's nothing wrong with that. Not even step back from that. And that's something that all of us can be a part of, because again, it's not about the physical defense with defensive use of force. It's, about everything it's holistic it stood for human evolution or evolutionary lead person emergency responders or emergency responders so that's it so it's just a title just a name that doctors actual doctors can be called helpers teachers educators can be called helpers you know yes like not police but protection services those can be right. helpers. Anything that contributes or assists in the human evolution, so just advancement, us moving forward, that's a helper. That's it. It's not to take the place of a military or police. It's about helping humanity go down the right path. Hence, lead person. It's like leadership, right. not master. I'm your master, not the uh, archon, but lead as far as, hey, things are wrong. We're in the darkness. We're, you guys are lost. Let me lead you out of the darkness into the light, into truth, into, yes, eating properly, behaving properly, treating each other properly, living properly. That's the type of leader where we do no harm, take no shit. That type of lead person and emergency response, because look at the state of the world. (laughs) Look at the state of humanity pretty much since, you know, its inception or since it put its first leader in place, first master in place, slavery. So emergency response we need helpers you know so yeah maybe that's something i can go back to but but trying to bring in but yeah like pasio with the one great work network we're all under that helpers all of us will be could be categorized as helpers we're trying to help humanity you know leave humanity out out of uh this emergency that we're under exactly and i get so i brought it up because of the evolution the evolutionary aspect of it where the next phase of human evolution could be uh, the evolution uh, the further evolution of the mind right Mm -hmm. where we're actually going to utilize the higher functions of our brain and and to stand true and to real like because that's the whole thing about why does natural law apply to us because we have the cognitive ability to understand it and we can apply it to the way that we live our lives and we can li- and we can do that so the next phase of human evolution will be when we reach that part where we're actually living under natural law truly 
but we'd have to do it as a species, not as a pocket here and there, not as a person here or there, or a small group it has to be the species. Where does it start? I mean, we won't see it again. We won't see it in our lifetime, perhaps a few generations down the road, a couple hundred years down the road. I think of it sometimes as like, how long did it take us to get to where we are? It could take just as long to get back to a place where freedom, real unbridled freedom exists. So yeah, I don't know if you know, it's um, you but, know, if uh, we look at where we're at, how do we what get I would, here? What, what I was what I was getting yeah. at was was the the idea of a group of volunteers that would be able to go and actually protect people, right? Mm -hmm. Something that a lot of people have tricked themselves into thinking that who the police are, this this group of volunteers that they get a pay they get paid through taxation and whatever. Like, let's not focus on that right now, but people think look at johnny look at john i remember john when he was a kid you know some old grandma or whatever whatever fuck it who cares you know uh look at him hey, now. give me a second give me a second let me run out because my dog looks like she's like dude i'm gonna pee and shit your carpet if you don't let me out <laughs> give me one second just to let her out real quick okay it's no big deal we're just live no no problem <laughs> anyways people out there listening i'll take it i'll take it from here and uh i don't have to catch up on the replay but so it's like, uh, I'll just, we'll just go back to here for a second until he comes back. So it's like, what, what would be, what would be the way we get there? Well, I mean, we would have to start really actually living under natural law and natural law allows us to defend ourselves and Ivan's back. So, um, natural law allows us to defend ourselves. Okay. First and foremost, but it also allows us to come to the defense of others who may not be capable of defending themselves in the moment in their lives, which defense is needed. So a violent action coming toward another person, if we see it, we can choose to defend them in their stead. Uh, so what's wrong with a group of volunteers coming together for the purpose of protecting a community? There's nothing wrong under natural law for that. So what would that do to aid in the evolution of human consciousness? To aid in the, to aid in the effort of living under natural law. To really imprint and, and really just, you know, impress into people's minds that we don't fucking tolerate this bullshit anymore. The the murder, the rape, the all the transgressions against natural law that are more in um, what could be considered more into the, the uh, physical action side. So we have things like deception, which is, you know, some words and, and that can have bad side effects to it and everything like that. That takes a different approach. But when we're talking about rape and murder and actual theft and trespass and assault, when we're talking about these types of transgressions, these happen with hand, like actual, when you think of the word physical, like you, this is what the, the idea that, that comes to mind. Um, so what is going to get it through people's thick fucking skulls that these things are not going to be tolerated anymore? Well, when you, again, meet an extreme oppression with an extreme reaction to it, when you stand up and you say, no, I'm not going to take it anymore up to and including killing someone who is threatening you in your life, bottom line. 
So when, if we had a group of volunteers that would be willing to do that, let's make an example of these people, these rapists, these pedophiles and, and people that do these types of things. And, and yeah, there'd be some, there'd be some, it's not going to be perfect. It's not going to solve all the problems, but it'll definitely solve one and it'll solve the, uh, <laughs> it, it'll solve the idea of living immorally and doing doing things that are really causing harm or initiating harm you know uh, and we focus we could focus on you know human beings for the time being you know i mean how i i have said before like how could we focus on other species when we can't even stop hurting each other um, Bingo. <laughs> but we, <laughs> but we big on that one you know, but we could also, yes, but we could also look at it the opposite way too, where it's like, we can't stop hurting other species, uh, when it would actually be a lot easier to stop hurting other species because mm -hmm. they are defenseless, like completely. Right. So, I mean, that would, that's why it's so easy for us to take their lives. It would be just as easy to stop taking their lives. It's a lot harder to take a human being's life. That's why it's a little bit harder to stop taking a human being's life. I think about these things a little bit and they tend to, it tends to make sense, but I also, I don't know. I see myself in other human beings. So it's a, easier for me personally to not hurt other human beings because I've been hurt physically, mentally, whatever before. So I can have that. It's called empathy. I can have that, you know, and, you know, it, it carries over into, into, uh, the animal kingdom, into different species of life on this planet. But it, my wife is wearing, uh, a taxationist theft sweatshirt courtesy of Joe Murray. <laughs> cool. And, and <laughs> she's got this grin on her face right now, but I mean, so so the next step in human evolution includes not tolerating violent action anymore. Things that violate our natural law rights and uh, not tolerating that may in fact include groups of people standing up and volunteering to say, you can't say no. All right. I'll say no for you. And, you know, but, it, but it also has to come with the, it, it would also have to come with the, uh, the, uh, avoiding replacing one, uh, tyrannical power with another. So the, the libertarian argument of give me the gun comes into place. So how do we avoid that? In my opinion, it would include raising people's awareness of natural law and getting them to agree to it, but they'd have to admit that they are incapable of defending themselves. That would be something that they, that we'd have to work through. Um, I don't right, know. It, loosely I'm hearing also in there would be that thing that absolute power corrupts absolutely. Is right. So that thing is like, well, wait a minute. It's like, yeah. So it's like, it's like goes along the lines of what the government does now, where it's like, well, you can't do these things for yourself. Well, let us step in and do it for you. It's kind of something that I just said, well, you can't defend yourself now. Let us step mm -hmm. in and defend you for you. It's the same argument, right? So what stops us from or any group 
under natural law, what stops us from becoming this thing that we swore to destroy? Well, I mean, we'd have to stand by the principles and know that we're not here to replace that thing, that it's an immoral system. And that's the process that we have to go through to teach people about immorality and, 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 uh, and just the inherent rights that we have and how morality works alongside those rights. And it's the immoral nature. It's the immor it's the immorality of government and the immorality of these state run institutions that we are trying to overcome and trying to, trying to, you know, not trying to get rid of say, okay, this is outdated. You know, this is out, this is an outdated system. We don't need this anymore. We can rise above it and raising our consciousness. Actually, uh, the higher our consciousness gets raised, the less dependent we are on these systems. Um, because it's all about choosing the right thing over what's easy. And, you know, but there, let me the, uh, throw a few things in here. Go ahead. Cause I'm thinking uh, a few thoughts came in like they always do. Cause this is what's good about talking, conversing, communicating, you know, community, yeah. <laughs> you know, the community communicating green, all that green stuff. language, Whoa. Whoa. green shirt balance, but no, see what you're talking oh. about. It made me think of the movie, the art of self-defense. See, because the thing is, it's like, you were saying you can't defend yourself. We will defend you for you, but that's not the whole solution. It's like that, you know, if you feed someone, you know, then they become dependent on you. But if you teach them to feed, oh, themselves, yeah, yeah. so it's that we will defend you. We'll protect you, but we also have to teach you how to defend yourself right now. You can't do it. So we will do it for you. But as a bonus package included in the deal, we get to train you. You get to learn too how to defend yourself. That's the key because right now what happens with government? No, 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 no vigilantes. We'll do it for you. We'll do it for you. That's See, like we've heard before. They monopolize it. That's the thing. And yeah. that's what kind consciousness and awareness is, is that you're aware that, oh, they are lacking a skill, a mindset that they have the right to defend themselves. So we will do that for them. But then we don't monopolize that. We're like, look, you're lacking this. Let's teach you. Here's part of that right. teaching, that edu educari to lead out of the darkness that you, it's not that you don't know how to defend yourself or can't defend yourself, or you're not allowed to defend yourself here, build up we will assist you, help you build up your ability to defend yourself. Okay, you're a 90, 90 pound female, you can't do it. These are weapons that can even that out. Learn to fight with knives or sharp objects or weapons or learn self-defense or different you know, tactical skills. There's always ways, there's always a way. It's just a matter of teaching and learning it. See, and that's the thing. And when you have the power, power does become, you know, it becomes addictive. So it's like, whoa, wait, I can manipulate this and have all be all powerful. And that's when you start granting these wishes, uh, delusions of grandeur. It's like, oh, you can't take care. We'll, we'll do it for you. And we'll always be here for you. It's like, no, again, that's now, you know, stemming into the realm of ego. That's me, me, me. When it's about us, it's about we. So I have something that you do not have. Well, I will share it with you and teach you so you can grow it in yourself. You know, th that way you can pass it on to your children and family and everything. See, and that's love. That's expansive force. Go, what's fear? Contractive. And what does the government go on? Well, we can't have everybody running around with guns. They'll be all be killing each other. 
we can't train everybody on hand-to-hand combat because then they'll all be fighting each other. Hence why they, you know, abuse that in the film, The Art of Self-Defense. The geeky guy learned to defend himself, but then what happens? He abuses it. Now everything, every every problem looks like a freaking challenge and he has to chop and fight. It's like, no, see, they showed you. See what happens when you teach somebody? See, that's why you got to control yourself. No, no, no. That's a, They're abusing that. They're showing the negative side of that. But yeah, so that's one thing I wanted to point out there is that when it comes to that kind of stuff, it's everyone that's true equality, you know, true balance where everybody to their ability is pretty much there instead of having it all centralized in helpers or centralized in government or some, and that that's how the shit works because when they control it, they can monopolize it and abuse it. And when people, the higher consciousness that you were talking about, raising their consciousness or awareness is to know that, to know that there are things out there that a few have that they really don't need to have it, you know, control it. All of us can have it. And what we do with it is our responsibility. That's where your free dominion comes in. And wise dominion, you know, when wisdom is like, yeah, I know how to break somebody's neck and break their arm and stuff like that. That doesn't mean now I walk around everybody. I know how to do that. I know how to do it. Or because I have the sidearm, ooh, I got the gun. Everything becomes a target now. Right. That's mental disorder. Those are problems mental. That's issues. And yeah, there's a percentage of that that may be real. But then again, that's people that have not, don't know themselves. You know, don't know your spiritual being having human experience that we're all aspects of the one. It's like, oh, wait, like you said, see myself in others. Oh, okay, I get it. Some of them might see as woo-woo shit and be like, this fuck is crazy. It's like, well, then you don't get it yet. It's humanity. It's one race. We're all yeah. part aspects of that. The few that get away with fucking, you know, become, being criminals and abusing that, they may know it and they say, fuck it. And, you know, they abuse it. So, yeah, there has to be that counterbalance. The first that says, no, 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 you're wrong. Stop. And the numbers have to come together and be in the right uh, instead of tolerating the wrong so you know you mentioned families in there too i mean that's a part of the defense structure as well i mean um you saw that let's talk about him let's talk about a movie trailer let's do this uh the movie trailer for avatar 2 he says uh this this family is our fortress the 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 (laughs) character in the movie he (laughs) said that's like one of the only lines like no matter where we go, as long as we're together, because this family is our fortress. You know, mm-hmm. it's that's truth. That's a truth bomb. Boom, blew it up right in your face, right in the theater. You know, it's 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 just how. Wait, it goes. well, that's some Northeast accent again in theater. In the theater. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I heard it. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyways, uh, I I try my, I try my best a lot to like not. <laughs> it's, I'm fucking with you, man. I know, but, but yeah, uh, that, that's in that trailer. They uh, show all this beautiful CGI and the music, yeah, ooh, ooh, but and the words this line, and you're like, oh, yeah. what? What was that? Yeah. So, like, I mean, as far as like a defense, uh, as as a defense mechanism, a strong family. Yeah, sure. Um, I mean, yeah, you would definitely want to lead people out of the darkness and have them carry themselves the rest of the way, and and, and that type of stuff is is great. It's a great sentiment to have, and to lead uh to to uh teach a man to fish instead of just catching fish for him you know that that type of attitude is is awesome uh to want to do that for people but we've run into kind of a this territory where 
uh, a while back, we were, I want to relate it to a different conversation that you and I had with, with Frank, uh, Francesco and, and Joe about the second amendment and, uh, how the right to bear arms, uh, how we had that roundtable discussion. And remember how I brought up Kennesaw, Georgia, how they had the mandate, they mandated people to own firearms and the, the crime rate went down like overnight, like 80%, mm -hmm. like uh, their crime weight rate went down, like significantly just like that and we put in uh, there that that story was met with some pushback in that round table about well i don't know about you know mandating anything well i mean isn't it kind of you know is it a cultural mandate then to like cheat to to teach people that and expect them to do that for themselves when somebody just deep down inside knows that they're not the type of person that can that can do that for themselves so somebody should be there to shouldn't somebody be there to be like okay well if it, you know, but that's where the family structure comes in is, is, you know, maybe that person knows that they can't, they can't do that. They see they're conscious about, they're aware of themselves enough to know that they're not the type of person that can participate in bloodshed, whether it be defensive or violence, it's still bloodshed and they don't want to do that. You know, there are people out there that exist that are like that, but perhaps, you know, they meet a guy or someone else that they make a partner out of and that person has no problem <laughs> in the name of defense doing that so i mean that's where knowing yourself and and everything comes into place and and that even gets rid of the whole you know uh, group of volunteers that are willing to you know but that because of the it negates the group and makes a one person who's gonna volunteer that it's like you team up you the idea of like um partnership you know in a family like i have my wife we have each other we make up for each other's shortcomings we unify it's like a, that's the whole idea of the marriage and everything we harmonize and and that's how it that's how it's supposed to go down you find that person that makes up for your shortcomings you know and it can really do wonders for for the world and for for yourself you're a part of it right and you're going to have an effect you're gonna have an effect on the on the earth and the people that you that you touch you know uh, like you know physically whatever <laughs> it's kind of a weird saying Whoa, right we go, oh, you go around touching people you know like sniffing people's hair and stuff whoa uh, hello Biden. Uh, it's hugs uh, just shaking hands just, hugs, yeah you know? whatever like, it got yeah. weird there for a second but you know what i'm trying to get at you know <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's just it, it's just one of those things people, Con yeah connecting with people down in connect to kit yeah and and it's like the way I said it, uh, yeah, it, it bothered me at the time. I was like, "What is he talking about?" And then it and then it dawned on me. I was like, "Oh, connect! I get it now." Like two <laughs> days later, I was like, "Oh, connect!" <laughs> and uh, but words. when you said it Funny at the time, I was like, there. "What is he? Why is he saying that like that?" And I was like, "What the?" And actually, I was saying it off some HBO Latino special that thing Habla Mas, which was yeah. decades ago, and Hispanics talking about you know. America and the European names, this English names for all these places like Connecticut, Connecticut. What kind of fucked up names? Connecticut, and you know, uh, I don't know. They were saying all kinds of weird ass names, California, and all. I was like, oh, okay, uh, Hispanic names. You know, San Diego, San Francisco, Los Angeles. So anyway, that's where I got that Connecticut thing that the white people with their names Connecticut, but also it does spill into Connecticut, connect, connect, connecting. Anyway, so that's Bill. 
<laughs> it depends. We're testing people's tolerance there. See, see how we did that? See, the tolerance is like, how much more of this shit we got to listen to? Testing your tolerance, man. We threw the bullshit or the funny shit to get to some truth. But yeah. no, you're right. When you're talking about the husband and wife, you and your wife, it isn't about, a, a lot of people get that wrong, right? When they think about, oh, we got to find what's what's like. We got to, you know, have things in common. It's like, yeah, that's part of it. But also it's a matter of fitting in together, filling in the gaps, the gaps that you have, she fills, and the gaps that she has, you fill. That way it creates one. It's oneness. You know, it's a couple becoming one. It's a family unit. You know, it's from, again, from the all come the one, from the many make the, make, make the one. You know, it's, yeah, I don't know. People complicate shit like, well, it's got to be this, 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 the looks and the, the bank accounts and all this. And it's like, no, it's about filling each other, making you feel whole, you know? Yeah. Uh, yep. Yeah. It's, it's definitely about, about that rather than the, rather than the, the, the materialistic, you know, mm -hmm. side of it. I mean, uh, we, we need shelter. We need, we need supplies. We need, you know, we have needs. There's a hierarchy of needs that we, that needs to be met, um, just to survive. There's nothing wrong with that part of the, of the ego, right? Where it's like, it comes in for a survival mechanism, you know? Uh, and this kind of takes us way back now at the end, maybe towards the beginning, talking about the LGBTQ thing, you know, how from the sexualization of thing the penis vagina male and female we get the gender thing the feminine masculine because that is certain yeah. roles that are required that are in nature you know the feminine is a certain nurturing thing and the masculine is another form of nurture but it's protection it's action it's the physical is the certain things characteristics that fill their you know that fall into this naturally and then when you have all this artificial stuff of sex change and, oh, we were born a man in a woman's body, a woman in a man's body. And, and then, oh, there's surgeries for this. And there's drugs, there's medications for this. And now, you know, all this artificiality stuff going in to try and what already fit naturally, now it's becoming an abused artificial way of fixing it it was naturally but now we're gonna break it down and remake it with our technology so now it fits like wait what so now we have men that are pregnant but they were actually women so that's why it, they're actually women they have a womb that's why they're pregnant but they cut off their tits and shaved their head and went from calling themselves you know ellen to elliot so now it's a man that's pregnant it's like no you're full of shit you're delusional you're fucking you know it's insanity but yet yeah. we got to tolerate it. We got to be tolerant. We got to be accepted. No, there's insanity going on. And we're trying to normalize that insanity by saying it must be tolerated. So that brings all that back together. So if that's destroyed, the family unit's destroyed, the family's destroyed, there's no kind of community. Now that's why the world, the, the, the house, the, the town, the city, the state, the nation, the world goes to shit. And it's by design because they want everything gone to shit. Why? Because you got to tolerate the insanity. So, yeah, <laughs> I'm over here trying to sanitize insanity. Oh, now we, you know, <laughs> got to tolerate the insanity. So, no, we're, we don't need to tolerate the insanity. You got to tolerate truth. And yeah, so. Right. You know, it's, uh, it's a slight against nature, right? You know, we talked about it earlier. You're right. We did. We talked about it a little bit earlier about the, the, uh, the, the pride community, the LGBTQ people and everything like that. It's like, you know, live your life, 
live your life don't hurt anybody but like you you're right though there comes a point in time where it's like what are you are you doing something that's that's unnatural you know um are and like the whole gender swapping thing transsexual thing it's like it exists in your mind until you go and take your physical body and alter it that way and then it becomes like a satanic inversion of of nature of the way you were born it's it's an inversion it's not a transition it's an inversion it's, it's so it's like you know think what you want like i said when we were when we met up like there's bill he wears a dress but he'll get down when shit fucking when push comes to shove you know like whatever who cares is bill hurting anybody by wearing a dress no does bill think that his name is lucy sure does that hurt anyone no so it's like you go through you ask these questions and you go when does it become harmful well when you're coercing me into speaking a certain way or even like hell when you're going against creation by well hell when you're forcing <laughs> me to sacrifice truth to you know buying into your delusion is making me submit you know i'm submitting sure. truth what actually is just to not offend you because i got to tolerate you you know what's that's one of the biggest forms of theft you know you're making me give up truth you know i'm stealing truth from myself because i don't want to offend you you asked me to you know because i don't want you know i got to tolerate you i don't want to offend you so now i'm actually contributing willfully you know or or not even willfully it's under the illusion that i'm willful because i ah, look i'm i'm you know being tolerant and open to diversity and all this stuff i'm willfully participating in solipsism now see mm. i'm willfully saying like oh yeah yeah well she my eyes see that's a 260 pound six foot you know bodybuilder dude but since he's got lipstick a wig and a dress on i got it's like what that's freaking a cocktail of cognitive dissonance you know obfuscations all over the place and solipsism just to not offend this person group community you know out of tolerance so right. come on man <laughs> you know now if that's not something that joe and i gotta get on and sanitize insanity i mean come on you know but oh yeah absolutely that would that's be a that landmine be a... that's a landmine because yeah. you know people are like ah everybody come after that's a like dude really really just right just i mean but it's a <laughs> but it's like a conversation that like needs to be that needs to happen when mm -hmm. we talk about you know natural law and anarchy and morality and all these all these terrific things that, that we talk about and how we live our lives according to these things and how you know any action that initiates harm against another sentient being you know is is a wrongdoing well i mean to what extent does this community participate in wrongdoing if the lgbtq community participates in wrongdoing initiating harm against another sentient being where does that harm start what are they doing that that constitutes harm your body is your property do what you want with your body just so long as you're not hurting anyone else so where does the line get drawn that's my question mm -hmm. that's my that's my only question about the whole thing is people i hear it all the time oh it's gross it's this it's that or the other it's like why do you fucking care what somebody else is doing with their body Okay, let's like that's an honest question. Why do you care? 
is it an is it because it's an inversion against creation okay i can get down with that i can see that all right and i i can i can understand that and i agree for the most part i agree you know but i mean well, two I dudes think, uh, uh, they, it does, yeah. i don't know man it just maybe it's because uh, i don't know maybe it's cuz i'm a, i'm a millennial uh, or whatever but i just don't <laughs> yeah. see i just don't see the initiation of harm there maybe it's something that can be explained to me but I, I, right. I just don't I just don't see it there. And if it's somebody's body, it's their property, they kind of do what they want with it. Like, who are we to get in the way of that? And who's to say that all the talk about the pushback against it? Like, who's to say? Like, who is it really a, a transgression against natural law for two dudes to want to make out? You know, I'm not into that type of thing, you know, but like, if I if I see it, is it, is it should I gag? You know, like, it'll be like, ugh. Should I even care? Because there's no fucking harm there. Now you start right. going after my kids. That's different. It's my job to pass down values to them, not yours. That's my job. That's my responsibility. And if they grow old enough and that's what they decide how they want to live their lives, what can I do? Nothing. I can't stop them because that's a violation against natural law. Like getting. Now, into, I'll bring like, it back to the tolerance thing when it's like, okay, a 23 year old has sex with an 18 year old in today's society in america legal system they're like well yeah that's legal she's of age all right but now let's say it's that same 23 has sex with a 17 year old or 16 year old ah pedophilia ah, see ah, shit. like wait wait it's numbers it's in the law legal system it's kind of made up stuff all right so and th with that in mind now we go into the LGBTQ kind of areas of arguments. Yeah, you can do whatever you want with yourself. But now when it's being pushed in an area where it affects social, quote unquote, norms, now it affects my behavior. Like, wait, if I go into a men's room, but there's a female, well, men are kind of funky that way. If we're in a men's room and there's a female in there that thinks she's a man and it's like, okay, you know, we kind of laugh at that. We're like, we don't mind people. Men are, you know, more sexually yeah, kind of like, like, ah. Like, but yeah, but because, if we're a female we're... or if we have a daughter in the girl's room and then a guy that thinks he's a female goes in there, that's when we're not laughing. We're like, oh, wait a minute. So these are the things where it's like, come on, guy. You know, there's certain areas you can tell where the envelopes are being pushed in areas. It's like, you know, you still have a penis, right? You know, you belong. Well, not really belong, but. Come on, you know, penis in the penis room, vaginas in the vaginas room. It, just because you think you feel feminine, that doesn't change your penis into a vagina. Doesn't mean you can be in a girl's or female's locker room showering and changing full nudity, whatever, you know, showing a penis where there's, you know, old ladies, regular, you know, 20, 40 year olds. And teenage girls or young girls in there because you feel like a woman. I feel like a woman. No, come on. You know, again, trust the science. That's a penis. You know, now if we're all open to, you know, if we go back to our native indigenous selves, I really don't have a problem with nudity, with um, what they call um, full frontal. Um, yeah, full frontal. Hey, no, but that, uh, you know, a nudist community kind of thing. Like, yeah, yeah. because my consciousness and awareness is to a level that surprise surprise there james um you're married you have a wife you have children you have facial hair 
I would assume you have a penis. Oh Lord, I said penis to another guy. You and when I talk, I know, right? And then maybe when I talk to these females to a human with a womb, and I see a lump on the chest, which are breast and long hair and a certain feminine thing and curves, and I would assume they have a vagina. <gasps> if we're walking around naked or something and we shed our clothing and we are in our natural environment as birth, it's like, yeah, that's a female. She has breasts and a vagina. That's a male. He's got testicles and a penis. What's the big fucking deal? Right. That is another part of the, you know, hijacking of reality that we think the men have to be wearing shirts and, you know, shorts and pants and the women need to be having a blouse and a skirt. If they don't, oh my goodness, the world, <gasps> that's indecent. That's explicit. That's our natural form. That's like the biggest form of mind control hijacking that's happened that we can say, yeah, men and women. But when we actually see what makes a man and woman, whoa, 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 hold on. That's pornographic. That's explicit. What? That's the highest form of mind control. We can't even, you know, know oneself, let, a, let alone be ourselves amongst ourselves. You know, it's like, dude, that, right. that's guys hanging here, women hanging here. Look, that that's what they are. And, you know, we've seen, we've heard the stories of seeing documentaries with indigenous cultures, South America and Africa, those stupid primitive people. They don't know anything about civilization. Yeah, they're walking around, breasts hanging out, the little, you know, peepees and things. They know who they are. They are who they are. No problem. Whereas here, where we're educated and civilized, we have the most mental fucking disease and the mental damage you know, <laughs> done because we buy into this bullshit, you know? So, yep. right. Like it just, it's like saying like Ted Kaczynski was right. The Unabomber was right about the industrial revolution leading to the downfall of civilized uh, society, <laughs> you know, and his manifesto, he goes into great detail about, about the, about, you know, uh, Malcolm X and Ted Kaczynski both said something along the lines of the most dangerous, people are white liberals <laughs> are you know so it's like oh uh i i don't think they meant liberal in the, like the classical sense i think they meant liberal more like what we see today but you know um it's i mean i'm not i'm not a like a, an apologist a white apologist or anything like that i think the whole thing is just racist and bullshit but like it's mm -hmm. it's just something that both of them said is that the, the most it's like these kids these days are pretty fucking dangerous for uh the continuity of our species <laughs> the capacity in which the creator made us so mm -hmm. what's this so i wanted to tie in the tolerance thing that's the word that escaped me for a second is that tolerance so we can't tolerate nudity in society, but as long as it's on a natural geographic magazine, it's like, oh, look, yeah, Africans, the females with their, you know, tits out, you know, that's nature. It's natural, you know, National Geographic. It's natural. It's, it's right. human. But yet in real, like, whoa, that guy who couldn't hold it and went around the corner in the alley and was peeing, that's public indecency. Huh? <laughs> like, you know, yeah, but you closed all the, the shops. Yeah, especially in the Northeast. That's one thing I remember that I hated about being in the Northeast is like, if you don't go to the restroom before you leave wherever you're at, 
you're taking a chance because out there, public restrooms are almost <laughs> you know, impossible to find, you know? Whereas here, it's like every couple of miles, you just go down the block, oh, there's a Circle K, they got restrooms. Oh, there's a QT, they got restrooms. Even there's this regular Jack in the Box or McDonald's going, oh, they got restrooms. They, they don't care about it. Over there, yeah. there's places, it's like, oh, no, 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 no. Like, what do you expect for people to do? And then they're pushing the uh, stay hydrated, the plenty of water, stay hydrated, plenty of water. Okay, so I got to pee. Yeah, but there's no public restrooms. Huh? All right, I'm going to pee around the corner. Well, that's public indecency. See, there's the tolerance again of fucking with you. You know, we tolerate all this man-made bullshit laws that are based in nature and science, but it doesn't apply. No, as much water as you drink because we tell you to stay hydrated. Now you got to go pee. We're not going to let you pee in public anywhere. Maybe that's a way to keep you at home. Don't go anywhere. Just drink all and, you know, eat and drink all you want and stay home and piss and shit at home because you can't do it anywhere else. I, I don't know, man. The, our tolerance is just that, that I think is a big key to our enslavement is what we have tolerated. And I don't even want to say what we haven't tolerated. I think we they programmed us to not tolerate what's natural, <laughs> you know. That's the hijacking, like like the nudity, like the uh, you know natural things. Like you get angry, you got to express yourself. You know, like oh, I'm I'm getting abused by the police. I got to fight back. Oh no 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 no, you don't do that stuff. See, so right, the that just makes it worse. Thing, yeah, that just makes it worse. You don't talk fighting violence, back. Violence. Just makes it worse. Like, yeah, defending myself not, is not yeah, violence. That's not so, violence. Yeah, all this kind of stuff. Yep. I hear you. Or hear getting you. upset and pissed off that now, oh, we're gonna raise the minimum wage to fifteen dollars. Like, okay, whatever, made up proxy bullshit. Oh, but we're gonna need to do that because <laughs> we're gonna raise the price of gas and rent and everything else with so those fifteen dollars. You really can't do shit with that anyway, huh? Like what? <laughs> yeah. Oh fuck. Uh, oh fuck. There you go. See, <laughs> I don't tolerate that yawning during your own podcast. There, uh, what the frack? Uh, not three yeah. hours 15 minutes so i know it's did we go uh, it's, over long enough are we good what the what's going on here <laughs> it's about, for me it's only 9 16 but i know for you uh, 12 6 17 right it is yeah um because know you know you, on the flat yeah. earth you know on the flat earth the, oh, yeah. the you know the solar mirrors reflective yeah. devices they work in yeah. a certain science way <clears throat> anyway i'm just saying <laughs> yeah the yeah. flat earth yeah uh-huh yeah you son of a bitch <laughs> i went there tolerance you gotta i'm not gonna it. tolerate that <laughs> you're out of here um yep. anyways yeah i mean we we did talk a lot of, about a lot of things tonight it's such a such a big conversation about tolerance and i like what you said there about you know the amount that we have tolerated has direct is directly uh related to the enslavement that we are in and it's like well uh, the the big thing to push when talking to people about not tolerating uh the abuse anymore is objective morality natural law that those are the things that like that we uh need to become more and more and more accustomed to bringing it back to you know um it's not like I'm trying to tell you this, Ivan. I'm trying to speak to the listeners, anyone that may be learning a thing or two from my show. We, we That's what we need to be putting back out into the world. And the, um, the peaceful diversion of all this chaos can happen through learning objective morality and natural law. It can still happen. 
Uh, so, you know, that's oh, that where is we, one the thing I wanted to say. That's where but we start. Earlier, you were asking about how do we, you know, because can't do it little by little, or you know, that something. Yeah, look at we got here because it was inch by inch, you know, yeah. little by little. All these little parts contributed too. So if this is how it was constructed, that's the same way it'll be deconstructed. You know, I've said it to you before. Yeah, I've, little I've by said, little. I've these said, little, yeah. yeah. I've said it to you before about, you know, there's a couple of different ways you can take down a building. You can bring in the wrecking ball and smash it to pieces and be yep. left with the rubble and all this chaos and mess and everything like that. Or, or you can learn how that building was made, how that building was built. And after you learn how that building was built, take it down piece by piece. And when the building is gone, there's no chaos. There's no rubble. You know, there's no dust in the air. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So... There's a few different ways we can go about this and from, you know, going into the future with everything that's going to be uh, pushed on us and, and attempts to uh, get us to tolerate more and more slavery as the time goes on. They haven't perfected it yet. Uh, and quite frankly, I'm going to say that they won't. I'm going to put that energy out there. They're not going to, they're not going to perfect it. Not on, not on our watch and certainly not with, some, you know, certainly not with, uh, some of the other people out there, you know, mm -hmm. it's just not going to happen. That's why they um, keep trying to push this sloppy stuff. It's sloppy. And that's why we sloppy. notice like, you know, it's how sloppy, how messed up there. Yeah. It's like that stumbling across the finish line kind of thing. You know, it's yeah. sloppy because they really don't have the time and everything. There's enough of us, somewhat enough of us prodding, like you're doing wrong. You're doing wrong. Stop it. Stop it. If nobody at all was doing that then they can actually just take their time and just bam, just perfection. And here's a perfect cage enslavement plantation earth, but they right. can't because there's always been people like, nope, 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 nope. You know? So <laughs> they kind of got to do it sloppily, even with the nope, nope, nope people around there. Like, yeah, don't pay attention to them. See, so that create makes it sloppy for them. So. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, we can and close real quick, with you, you talking about that building, taking it down, I was thinking yeah. about more different ways about that building. Either the building, the infrastructure is always there, is already there. Like I mentioned this before, people think, well, if we take down government and we, you know, destroy everything, how are we going to rebuild? Like, no, 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 no. The infrastructure is already there. It's just the intention is what's the problem. This is done to enslave you know, to to corrupt, to mind control and, and program in the negative. But the intention changes. So keep the structure, infrastructure there, just shift the intention. So instead of having, you know, prisons to enslave people, that becomes indoctrination centers. Oh, did I say indoctrination centers? You know, education centers. You know, places to teach people. The hospitals, instead of poisoning them, it teaches them, you know, you help people heal. You know, yeah, you still somebody has an accident and they cut off their arm or so. Yeah, the technology exists to put that on. But then instead of pushing drugs, no, you're pushing natural, healthy ways of healing, you know, healthy eating and all this good stuff. Yeah, so thus the intention needs to change. And like I said, indoctrination was like, oh, that's what they do now. So deprogramming centers, you start teaching truth. Like, no, look, 
for the last 150 years, there was something called, you know, this uh, Prussian education system that they got people to think a certain way to make control how you think. So that was wrong. Right now we're teaching you right. the trivium. We're teaching you how to take truth, you know, grammar, apply some logic and then communicate it through rhetoric. Yeah, and just be honest with people. This is what's really going on. This is what's always been going on. And that's it, you know? So the structure's already there. And then taking it even further, if the building is, like we noticed back in the 50s, 60s, 70s, built with, um, what is it called? Um, what what did they say that the um, World Trade Center, the part of the excuse for bringing it down because it had a lot of asbestos asbestos there we go so built you know there was asbestos here and there yeah there's buildings a lot of the infrastructure is built with stuff that's detrimental to the environment so if we can deconstruct some of that and then rebuild them using hemp or environmentally environmentally safe things where it's like look this doesn't harm the environment it's good for us it helps us and the environment see those little transit things like that and that all comes from a higher consciousness higher awareness not the selfish, like, oh, it's cheaper to use this freaking steel, plastic, and, and wood, whatever, and I make a fortune because it's cheaper that way. Yeah, that's the way to go. But what are the effects? What does this do later? I don't give a fuck about that. See, the consciousness, that affects all that. So the, the answers are there. We know what needs to be done, should be done, but it's right. just a matter of, you know, how wide, far and wide that awareness goes to actually do these kind of things without getting hijacked into the fake woke community or environmentalism stuff is oh we gotta go green no that's all green go go green money that's what they're actually pushing for not green balance <laughs> with the earth but yeah anyway so yeah that's that's right. some of i like what you said there yeah. like you know um part of higher consciousness is being able to kind of have some excuse me some uh some foresight into the consequences of your actions right understanding cause and effect that's that's what comes with that is is seeing you know oh if i do this uh, what's going to happen is it going to be an instant type of effect or is it going to take some time what could happen you know you kind of like use your imagination a little bit and be like if i and it's not like the simple stuff like oh if i'm late for work or whatever like you know that type of shit doesn't fucking matter we're talking about real life we're talking about real world consequences like you know if i go and if i go and vote if that even counts you know what does that do well you're complicit in the slavery then right things like that like real big time decisions you know things that affect everyone because we're we are whether you think it's a slogan put out there by the news or some you know, fucking skeevy politician somewhere or whatever, regardless of where you, what you think about this saying, we are all in this together, whether you like it or not. We're all co-creating this reality and being able to understand and having that higher consciousness of being able to see the possibilities of, you know, the consequences of your actions. It's just a part of life, you know, and I think that the majority of people seem to gauge the consequences like in a way where it's through the scope of how it's going to affect them. So how are my actions going to affect me? They don't look at it like how my actions going to affect other people. Um, 
So that's where like the greed and the manipulation and everything like that comes in where you see that's a lot another of that. aspect of the tolerance too, because yeah. there's different tolerances. You can tolerate the effects on you different as to the t tolerance you have for the effect on others. Effect on others, uh, I don't give a fuck. So you tolerate whatever, I don't care. But when it yeah. comes to affecting you, you tolerate a lot more. When it comes to me, it has certain standards. But for everybody else, the effects on that, as once I'm clear, then fuck the rest. I don't care. So your tolerance does fluctuate, and that's part of the problem. You know, it's not yeah. ego. There could be a negative thing or ego. You do come first. You first. No, but it's a thing where equal balance. You know, if you think it's going to be bad for you, think about if it's going to be bad for others too. You know, it's like, well, should I? Because maybe I shouldn't. So that tolerance should be balanced. Right. You know, do unto others or don't do unto to others that which you don't not want done to you. So that right. is based on tolerance. You know, you don't like it, don't do it to others just because you think, well, it's not me, so fuck it, I don't care. So right. I mean, that's the whole that's the whole point of objective morality too, where it comes down to it. Like, no, if it's right for you, then it's right for another. And it works the opposite way as well. Of course, if it's wrong for you, it's wrong for another. People want to overcomplicate it when it, you know, and they want to be like, well, I can't go and do a physical activity such as like lift 90 pounds over my head like you. So that's not right for me. That's not what I'm talking about. Okay. Of course, you have to know your own fucking physical limits. You know, not it's something that's right for something that could be deemed as a, as a physical right for me might not be physically right for Ivan. Like Ivan can't go to the supermarket and reach something on the top shelf, <laughs> but I can. So it's like, how can I expect, Hey, Ivan, go get that. You know, can you get that for me? And I'm standing there looking, Hey, <laughs> it's like, you know, but as far as a moral right from a moral standpoint it's the same clear across the board right like it's objective morality that's why it's called objective morality so people tend to i get into conversations with people and they're like well that's a load of bullshit because you know not no two people can do the same stuff and it's like that's not what i'm fucking talking about that's the, you're not listening at this point and you're not going and to. i don't and i think again that may bear repeating or clarifying because right. I know it took me a long time to actually get this. <gasps> surprise, surprise. A truth yeah. seeker turned truth speaker took me some time to learn. Objective is we're talking about the thing, that thing. So it's about that. Subjective yeah. is it's about me. It's about you. Right. So, see, so the way that person said that argument, well, I don't, well, because it's, you're talking subjective. Yeah. Me, you, what it's a it's different for us. So that's why it changes because I right. can't reach that because I'm five, nine, whereas you can, cause you're six, one or something. See, so it's different subjectively, objectively. It's about the object. Can we reach that? Who can reach it? Who can't? It's about the object for right. me to reach it. I'd have to get like a little steps to, or do something. I have to change things because it's about reaching it. It's objective about the object. Now, if we're talking subjectively, me and you, yeah, it's not the same because we have different variables. So that hence it's subject based, based on the subject. So I, I know it took me a long time to grasp that and comprehend that. So maybe sometimes throwing out objective morality, some people are like, what's that mean? I hear morality object. Well, why? What? No, because it's about what is that? Right? Religious? It's about the right thing. It's that's the right thing. 
Right. That's what matters. Truth. Doing what's right. It's not about me. What I think is right. What I feel is right. What's right for me. It's like, no, no, no. It's about doing what's right. The object itself. Right. 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 Correct. 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 And and along those lines, I've always wanted to throw out, uh, because also this is something else that bugs the shit out of me. When in political conversations, people talk the left and right, conservative and liberal, conservative and liberal. Oh, these liberal. You're too liberal. Oh, too conservative. That's, that's, that's. And I'm like, you know, when people label somebody, oh, you're conservative. It's like, you know what? We all have aspects of both. No, I'm not. A, yeah, you do. <laughs> Everybody does. It's like, well, what do you mean? It's like, all right, well, I may be conservative in... I don't want to use up all the water. When I turn on the shower, I don't turn it all the way, you know, and let it run and run and run and run. You know, I'm conservative. I turn it on and use it because I'm also liberal, whereas I don't want to use up all the water that other people can be using too. It's liberal. Everybody should have equal access. See? So does that kind of make sense? It's like, I want to be, see, so whereas liberal, some people think, oh, I'm liberal. I turn it on all the way. Ha, ha, ha. It's like, well, <laughs> no, because now it's like a negative conservative because it's all about me. Everything gets conserved for me. Fuck everybody else. All the water is going to be used here. If I want to leave that shower running 24-7, it's all about me. It's, it's like, what? That's all fucked up. See how so people have both liberal and conservative, you know, in them and to some degree or not. I, I don't know how people can just throw out that word out there and it's like those words. I'm like, nah, that that never made sense to me, you know, like freedom, you know, I'm conservative, whereas, you know, leave me alone, you know, I want to, you know, but that I'm also liberal that everybody should be left alone, see, so, you know, it's like liberal that everybody else should, but conservative where I don't need everything, but then again, not everybody else needs everything too, so what, you know what I'm saying, it's like, not everything is for me, just enough for me, I'm fine. And everybody can be the same way. That's the liberal part. Where it's not selfish, it's everybody can be the same. Equality, kind of, you know? Right. Well, now uh, you're tiptoeing into communist, socialist thoughts. Like, again, those also hijacked words, kind of. It's like you're saying, I'm not going to live beyond my means to make sure that there's enough for the next guy. Exactly. So I conserve. No need to waste. No need to be liberal with it. Because the liberal comes in where it's enough for everybody. Right. So yeah, it it's is healthy, that simple. But yeah, it's a pretty healthy balance. But you can see where I, it's I'd hijacked, say, right? You throw, throw the divide and conquer. Oh, right. these conservatives with their thing. All oh, the liberals with their. I was like, huh? Wait, that just doesn't click with me. It's again hijacking all that shit. Oh, I see some messages. Somebody message. So we got Aaron Butler here. Uh, Great show, you guys. Upside down world. Total intolerance of morality and absolute tolerance of immorality. Tolerance means endurance or fortitude against difficulty, not allowing slavery. <laughs> that's brilliant, Aaron. That's that's great. Thank you for your input, brother. Uh, Aaron Butler, a member of the uh, One Great Work Network uh, community. He's my producer, so <laughs> I'm happy that you're sticking it out, man. Um, so, yeah, thank you for that a lot. And thank you for producing the show. And uh, <laughs> um, a couple of other things. So, yeah, the the healthy balance of 
of uh, like a conservative and liberal mindset, right? You know, that's just kind of like, it just kind of makes sense, you know, but people like to throw out these terms as a pejor uh, pejorative in, in a sense where it's like, oh, from my side, you're, it's like, no, no, from my side, this, or my side, from your side, that, and my side, this, and it's just a, uh, it's, in, it's an ensnarement, it's like ensnaring you into this uh, dialectic where you're trapped, like trapped in this, this division where oh, either or the either e or shit. either or when people don't it's like yeah it's the either or shit when it could be when we should also be considering the also and mm -hmm. aspect of it where it's like well either or but also and is like also uh there's this third option <laughs> where it's you know the absence of all of this and and uh, it's actually very easy to accomplish that, <laughs> but mm -hmm. people are so trained into um, into believing in this false dialectic. Where uh, I heard it, I heard it some time back. Uh, it's like uh, you can offer your kid something for dinner, and you give them, uh, well, do you want peas or do you want carrots? It's like they're getting a choice, right? But you're the one creating the, the you're the one creating the terms around that choice. Where at the end of the choice, whatever one they make, you're the one that you you're the one uh, meeting the goal there. They're getting the vegetables, you know. Like, because you're never gonna ask them, "What do you want for dinner?" Oh <laughs> shit! They have complete autonomy, complete, you know, free oh. will choice. And like, wow! <laughs> because the goal is to train them enough. You train them enough. Piece of carrot. Piece of carrot. Piece of carrot. Piece of carrot that they lose the illusion of choice like well you're either going to ask me peas or carrots so i'll take the peas or tonight right. i'll take the carrots it's like they think they got free will choice but guess what they're just regurgitating the choices you gave them See? that's exactly so from the right. beginning you did not offer them <laughs> the sky's the limit you know that hey whatever right. you want what do you want like yeah it's just open open the refrigerator and be like here's some food what do you want you know mm -hmm. Yeah, but I mean, it's kind of a that's it, kind of a uh, it, that can be kind of a poor analogy to get into, uh, you know, because uh, because it's just like you know, um, little kids are going to go for that ice cream, <laughs> you know. It's like, but is it really a poor analogy, or is that a good analogy for actual freedom, free dominion? Because remember, freedom does include chaos. So the possibility of chaos needs to be there, but that's where the parenting comes in that we try and, you know, teach them like, no, yeah. be healthy, healthy. Once you're an adult, you're responsible for your body. You can do whatever chaotic thing you want with your body. But in order to get you to adult, we're going to guide you this way. But yeah, in theory, yes. But also in theory, free dominion is like, hey, there's chances. Uh, you can instill that too. Imagine that talking to a three, four, five-year-old saying you can eat whatever you want. However, it might be a little bit of a fear tactic or honesty be like look you can eat whatever you want but your body's young it's developing and whatever you eat that is going to build your body so you can eat healthy things and have a healthy strong body to live you know so you can be nice and old and then eat whatever you want or you can choose terrible things and you might get sick and your body won't grow right and all that stuff so what do you want to they might get scared they don't comprehend that but it's the truth and it's honest and they were like 
okay, can I have a little bit of ice cream tonight and then tomorrow I'll eat the cat peas and carrots? Like, okay, good. <laughs> so, you know, you know, <laughs> you know, imagine the aware and consciousness of a child spoken to with that much truth, you know? Then they go to school and they're all for no, 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 that's okay. No, I don't want to, you know, I want to have my teeth when I'm 35. You go ahead and eat all that junk food. That's okay. Like, wow. Or you just, (laughs) or you just, or you just take your young kids for a trip through Walmart and you see a person that's the same. They get to see a person that's the same age as their dad or their mom riding one of those fucking rascal scooters. And they go, Oh. oh. Oh, why? Why is that? And then you go, well, because that person's morbidly obese because they couldn't put down the fucking junk food. So maybe you should eat that carrot. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think now? You go. How about exactly. some spinach? You know, yeah. and then they then they go, oh my god, that's what happens when you eat candy and potato chips and ice cream all the time. Your mm-hmm. joints don't Soda. work, and you get fat, and you have to ride a rascal scooter around Walmart. Yep. And so yeah, yep. <laughs> you become yeah, like people happens. in Wally. <laughs> Wally. Right. Everybody's right. obese and on those little things, Ooh, right? And your bones, lo- yeah, you lose bone density, that's and you don't, and and you don't, you can't stand up anymore, and it's just gross. We actually ran into that not too long ago. We went to a big box store, and there was a couple couldn't have been too far apart in age from my wife and I, and both them it looked like a mom and a dad, and their daughter. And it looked, that's what, it, that's the dynamic that it seemed to be. And it was the mom and the dad were, both of them were in rascal scooters around, going around the store. And the daughter was putting things in the, in the baskets because the, they attached baskets to these scooters. And uh, she picks up. So uh, you remember those um, plastic little, they look like barrels. And they're filled with fucking cough syrup tasting like juice. Hmm. Do you know what I'm talking about? They're like these little um, plastic juice boxes. They okay. look like they look like old wooden like like wooden wine barrel, like a wooden barrel. You know okay. what I'm talking about? Um, but they're filled with this just food coloring. They call it juice. You know, so that's what this kid is drinking, and it's like that kid's gonna grow up and have all sorts of fucking problems. Because and it's like the parents are in such bad shape, and they're buying this food, this crap fucking food for and like and the daughter who's like eight or nine years old in that age range is the one putting. They're like grab that, and they're just pointing and they're saying that goes in the cart, and the daughter is like, oh, I'm helping, I'm helping mom and dad, I'm helping get the food. And this putting... opens up a whole kind of worms side thing. Yeah. I may have mentioned this before, but if not, this also deals with the tolerance because here's the tolerance thing that they will blame genetics. Oh, it's in the genes. See how the parents were? Of course, the child's right. going to have. No, it's the environment. This is a little bit of uh, maybe epigenetics. Terrain, terrain yeah. theory, yeah. epigenetics. So sure. the parents are eating all this junk food and the child sees this and the child eats all the junk food. So when they're 12 and 15 and 20 and they're obese and riding around that thing, see, it's in the genes. Like, no, it's no, that it's in behavior the passed down. Yes, that behavior yeah. gets passed down the same thing. Yeah. So that's what happened. But they get told that it's in the genes. And the tolerance just goes to believe the science. So my doctor told me it's in the genes. Like, no, it's not. It's what you're doing. It's damaging the child and so on and so on and so on and so on. So, yeah. Right. You're forming habits and those habits have a, um, 
those habits have splash damage if you're familiar with that term and and that splash damage carries over to the next generation we all have that kind of generational trauma that we go through. Some of it's, um, it's just, it's just different, different forms of it and whatever, you know, but education is the way through it is the way out. And, you know, that poor kid's going to grow up and eat nothing but fucking shit food for her entire life. And she's probably going to end up just like her mother in a rascal scooter by the time she's 35 years old, putting around, putting around a fucking Walmart getting getting these artificial you know juice boxes literally like the ingredients it's just all food dye and a little bit mm -hmm. of water and artificial flavoring don't forget that you know it's literally because another it part of the negative tolerance it's capitalism the company has a right to make a profit so it's the consumer's choice they should read the things so we got to tolerate that all this poison is in the store because who's twisting their arm to buy this stuff nobody's forcing them to buy it's their free will choice to buy this <laughs> exactly <Really? laughs> exactly exactly though but it is but like that's how that but on the surface like that's how they expect people to believe how capitalism works is that the thing that sells is the company the company that sells the products is the company that succeeds. So a company that's not selling products is doomed. That's how pharmaceutical industry got its power. That's how all these big box stores have gotten their power. That's how the fast food restaurants have gotten their power is through this system of capitalism it is by people buying their products. They empower these corporations. And that's how it, that's the trickle down effect is that they corner the market and they make it they make it irresistible that's the idea they make it irresistible and then they oh that oh those same juice boxes were around when i was a kid and i liked them when i was a kid you know they taste like cough syrup but who cares it oh they're kids like no that's everlasting there's everlasting effects on that kind of stuff especially with the dietary stuff which i don't really get into a whole lot because um I'm very conflicted at the moment when it comes to dietary things, but I do, uh, I do recognize that there is some really fucking terrible artificial, like, uh, drinks and uh, all types of different artificial foods and everything like that, that they're just absolute poison, uh, just downright, just poison on the shelf, you know? And the only reason why it's on the shelf is because people keep fucking buying it. That's what I meant by tolerance. See, because people tolerate the stuff because, again, <laughs> they just believe, well, FDA wouldn't leave leave it on the market if it wasn't bad. Well, the commercial wouldn't be on TV if they were selling poison. Well, the store wouldn't carry it if it was bad for you. So they tolerate all the stuff. And yeah, that's one big obfuscation because people just, well, only healthy food would be sold, right, if this stuff was bad. So if it's there, it mustn't be that bad for you. So the tolerance plays a big role in that. People tolerate, you know, being lied to or deceived or whatever, you know, or tolerate not to... thinking. They tolerate not thinking. Yeah. Well, they've been trained to. I mean, yeah. we're, like we're tackling like everything, you know. They've been, <laughs> they, they've been they've been absolutely trained to not even think, you know, about it. They and and when they do start thinking about it. The other half, uh, the other, there's another group of people that even though they're thinking about it, they go, oh, I can't handle, like, I can't handle this. So I'm going to stop thinking about it. And my head's going to go right back into the sand, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, I, I was, I was like that for, for a while. 
back in my early days, back in my, back in my like twenties and stuff like that. Like as a teenager, I started getting into this stuff and started to learn some things about spirituality and everything like that. But then some other stuff happened and it just, I, my head went right back into the sand and I just didn't, I, I didn't have time. I didn't have time for it. And I didn't, you know, I didn't, uh, I don't know. I, I, I just wanted to be ignorant of it. Um, something, something was going on. I, I was probably, you know, I, I, I did person pers from a personal standpoint, I, I spent a large amount of my twenties being distracted with drugs, alcohol, and women. And it was a journey that I had to take and hedonism was fun for a while. Uh, and you know, but ultimately it was pretty bad. You know, uh, it, st it, it stunted my spiritual growth. Um, and luckily not all the way, but it was something that I had to like, I had to come out of, you know? Um, so, I mean, the choice of remaining ignorant when you have the ability to actually like use to the least your voice to raise more awareness of it, you know, that's a problem, um, that, that I, that I've had to deal with personally. And if I've, so this is, this is the thing about like identifying and re relating to other people too, is like, if you've experienced that problem, there are other people out there that have experienced that exact same problem in the exact same way. Statistically, it's impossible for that not to be correct. Right. So like, it's just, there are so many people that just statistically, on average there's or whatever like there's it's it, there's got to be other people out there that are exactly the same way as i am you know at least in like kind of um choosing to remain ignorant knowing all of these things and not doing a damn thing about it you know uh, that's how i was in my 20s you know for for a long time and you know it's like you know or having the available information and just choosing not like you're, you're mentioning the nutrition facts so that they, that they're forced to put on these things, right? That's one of the little hail Marys that, that the government gave us was that, Oh, the FDA has made it so that the fucking companies, the food companies, they have to put nutritional facts on the fast food and all the stuff and the blah, 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 because we're, we are concerned about your health, you know, but we want you to be free to kill yourself with food, you know? So we don't have to do it. You're going to do it for you. We don't want to, if we killed you, people would lose faith in us, but we're going to allow you to kill yourself because we care about you. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, you know, but people don't even read that shit. They don't care. You know, they just don't care. Um, they were like, they are like how I was <laughs> for a while. I didn't care. And that's a part of, that's definitely uh, another thing that like we can't tolerate anymore the lack of care you know but where's the what what do you do in that situation i use the example of like last week when we were in the store and i see this situation like who am i to sit there and say something how how confrontational am i willing to be you know or can i go over there and in confidence give that dude a nudge and be like hey man that shit's poison what are you doing you know, am I willing to do that? Obviously not. I didn't do it, <laughs> but I mean, uh, should I have, do I have, do I have the right to do that?
you know, to to encroach on somebody else's life when like oh the only people that they're hurting are themselves and maybe their kid. But how do I go and tell somebody how to raise their fucking kid? What food to get their kid? How do you do that? You know what I mean? Like it's it's a it's a struggle, you know, where it's like we're trying to get to this point where, you know, freedom exists and all that stuff. But you want to be able to walk over to somebody and be like, hey, that is poison. What are you doing, dude? And they're just going to look at you like I, I mentioned way earlier tonight about this glazed look on their face. They're going to go, huh? And then they're going to go, mind your own business. All right. I wasted my breath. <laughs> That's where I get pissed off. That's where the pissed off part of me comes out, you know, that I'm like, oh, they should just wear a mask and get vaccinated so we don't have to deal with them anymore. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. And, you know, even our boy, our, 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 you know, our friend there, Mr. Passio, you know, was like, I don't have time for, this. you know, the baby spoon feeding, you know, it's like. I'm at that point too. It's like I don't take it personal, kind of like, oh my God, I'm not doing it. It's like, you know what? <laughs> I think I heard a saying once, some will, some won't, so what? <laughs> I was like, <laughs> you know, we get the world that we deserve. It's if it's gonna be a few of us that survive or at least live a life where we know what's going on and, and do the best we can, and the rest of them don't, fuck them. <laughs> Sadly, fuck them. But then that's where, you know consequence comes in and it's like well if 51 percent are going in the wrong direction and the other 49 are kind of attached at the hip to the 51 percent we kind of do have a responsibility to be like hold on wait stop yeah, full <laughs> you're going, stop you're going to... yeah see so yeah. it's like damn if you do them if you don't kind of thing you know because the 51 percent will be like fuck you and we'll be like yeah fuck you but god damn it that fucks me too so, so it's like <clears throat> yeah that that's the conundrum but hence why the seeds, the planting seeds, you know? Yes. And it's like, can we just cheat and just fucking lay AstroTurf upon the whole thing and be like, there, it's all done. Hopefully nobody noticed. <laughs> no, you know? we can't we can't do that because that's that's what our opposition does. Exactly. And we have to we have to we we have to be able to to um stay to true. suss all to suss all this out and to stay true to the to the goal yep. and to not again not become that which we swore to destroy mm -hmm. and it's like there's so many along the, the way easy way and the right way yeah again. thank you yes exactly but there's so many different you know areas along the way where people get trapped and they get they get into these you know they they get into these you know pits and they they just get trapped in those pits and it they get stuck you know, and they find they they find themselves becoming the thing that they swore to destroy. You know, there was a, you know, and then that's where it always and forever will circle back to objective morality is understanding that and understanding natural law rights. You know, that's where it always comes back to that. Somebody who truly understands objective morality and natural law rights will be able to um will they'll be able to suss something out in, in any in any way and figure out a way to to make it so we don't end up being the next government or the next tyrannical regime who seeks to control everyone and everything and destroy those who don't go along with the plan 
because it's very easy. And we, even in this conversation tonight, I was like, I, I caught myself. I was like, wait a minute, don't I sound a lot like, you know, these people that we're speaking so badly about? Don't I said, didn't I, you know? And it's like, wait a minute now. That becomes a part where you need to know, you need to show restraint. And that restraint comes from knowing uh, natural law rights and objective morality, where you know where that line is. And to take a line from Walter Solchak from the Big Lebowski, across this line, you do not. And then he stops. <laughs> and, you know, so, I mean, hell, man, it's, we got a long way to go. We, we do. We got a long way to go. And uh, I think that nature's had enough. <laughs> I think that nature's had enough of humanity's bullshit. And, excuse me. And uh, to be honest, it's it's it's. Uh, I think you're right. At the end of at the end of all of it, I think that you're right about about. Uh, there are going to be some of us that learn these things and live by these things, and uh, and that we do have a moral obligation to to speak it back out and to try to get as many people to understand it as possible. Right. It goes along with that that defending others because you know that's a part of it i see through that it's uh, that lens that it also apply like the the moral obligation to speak this back out and to try to educate others is a point of defense we're trying to help them defend their soul their spirit and we're trying to defend that for them by educating them about these principles about these laws of nature and if they can't get on board, if they can't figure it out, um, you know, death by a thousand cuts. Sorry, we tried. Leave them to Jesus. <laughs> Jesus, take the wheel. There was a meme <laughs> recently on that. Uh, we're past the point of Jesus taking the wheel. Jesus needs to pull over and kick the motherfuckers out the car. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. So um, on that point, so Ivan, uh, almost got, four hours into a little one in. hour show. Sure, <laughs> we have four weeks of material. I'm just kidding. It's live. I can't break it up. Uh, but in any case, so Ivan, you're going to be speaking at the Shattering the Illusion uh, event coming up in September. Uh, the, the event that Joe Murray and I are organizing. Would you like to take a few minutes to just quickly kind of? Go over, uh, no spoilers, but just to tell people, give them a little bit of a tease, you know, tell them what they can look forward to for, uh, hearing from you in come September. I'm going to use the lost word and say, no, sorry. Fine. <laughs> I said, no, the ending done Bye. I'm leaving. No, I mean, okay. it's about proxyism. We've mentioned it before. <laughs> I mean, you know, no, that was funny. Just, I was like, oh, what would happen if I just said no? I stay serious, but I can't stay serious. No, but no, it's about proxyism. Again, the only other talk I gave, but this one's proxyism revisited, you know, still the other dangerous superstition. And I took that off of Lock and Rose's book, The Most Dangerous Superstition, Belief in Authority. So what's the other most dangerous thing is this proxyism. Right. So yeah, I'm just going to be going back and revisiting that because the initial presentation I was supposed to only be like 20 minutes, but I was able to have them give me the extra five or 10 minutes to almost half hour. As you can tell, I was just like, because oh, 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 I had so much to say in the half hour. So now 
be able to take my time. You got what, maybe about an hour or so, so I can go ahead and, you know, go back and refresh the notes and research some of the stuff and update things and elaborate a little more. And a lot of everything that we've said in this show even relates to proxyism because tolerance, you know, we tolerate things taking place of what matters, <laughs> you know, that's the problem. You know, so proxyism, don't get direct food, clothing, and shelter. You got to get something that takes the place of those things in order to get the things that you need. That's already sounds insane. But yeah, so that, that that's basically going to be my uh, presentation will be uh, on proxyism. And where does that stem from? You know, where does it start? And people can see the on my site, freeyourmindeasy.com. They can see the uh, my presentation from Anarchy Zona was the uh, conference. And that way they get a, that'll be a teaser of what's actually, I hope to expand on in this conference. So, yeah. Excellent. Well, th thank you. Uh, th thank you for coming on board with that. You, you were like one of the first people that were, that was invited to come over to the event and, and to participate in the event. So, you know, we, we really appreciate having you on board and everything like that. We, you know, I know, uh, I know Joe and I both feel the same way. It just it's just a great feeling to know that that you're there and and that you're that you're going to be providing us with with a. Uh, can you hear that? Yeah, you can hear that. So that <laughs> I hear it way here. back over there. Yeah, All right, yeah. My little, my, my little baby daughter, time. she's got she's got a bunch of teeth coming in all at the same time. It's, oh, yeah. it's a terrible thing. I don't know. My wife probably yeah, passed chillings. out. Um, little chitlins, you know. Uh, Anyways, so yeah, man, thank you so much, you know, for for coming on tonight and uh, you know speaking at the event later on in the year and everything. So, you know, four hours in here and uh, we've had a great we've had a great night. Um, this is the longest podcast I've ever done. So get out of town. <laughs> uh, thank actually, you. Yes, yes. Experience uh, from you know the music stuff for Francesco. We could go on and on and yeah. on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, uh, I think the tolerance. Time, yeah, I've tolerated you for four hours. I've been, yep. yeah, think, <laughs> but uh, no, man. Really, thank you so much. It's been a, a great conversation, and this is what it takes is like long form, like long form conversations to really like get points across to talk about things to really just like kind of flesh things out to, to yeah to see if we can like actually get to a conclusion. I like a I like a quick podcast, like an hour long, two hours long, whatever. But like. This is four hours in, and we I think we we talked about some pretty freaking great things tonight and uh, maybe inspired a few people along the way. So thank you for that. And, you know, I, at, at, at the close, I just want to, like, um, let you also say, like, tell people where to find, to just use your words to say your website, but the links will be in the show notes and whatever when for the replay. But, uh Yeah. Where's your website? Oh, is that is that my cue? Am I cue? I Hello? Mean, After four hours, am I here? Well, Ivan. obviously the same place that you're at, onegreatworknetwork.com. You know, Ivan Oyola. And then I have my freeyourmindaz.com is a website where I connect everything also. And then there was a conference I did several years ago, and those videos are still up online somewhere, YouTube, universe, somewhere. That was a truthmindreality.com. So, yeah. We try and connect everything I have. If it's on freeyourmindaz.com, it's on one great work network. 
or mainly it's all freeyourmindaz.com has everything because there might be things right. there that are not on onegreatworknetwork.com because I share other people's content too, links to videos that have helped me over the years to wake up. So I share that on there too. So yeah, that's pretty much it, man. Well, that's great. Um, thank you. So yeah, check out those uh, websites. Check out Ivan's work, everybody out there. Uh, you know, he's, he's, uh, he's a heavy hitter, you know, he, he's, he's been, he's been around the block and he knows what he knows his shit. So definitely go and, uh, go, go and check out more of, more of what Ivan has to say. Um, and so, you know, I like to end these shows with, with some, you know, helpful words and everything like that. But lately it's just been really tough for me to honestly tell you to go out there and show compassion and do all of these nice things, although we really should try um, to to do these to do these nice things for one another. But it's getting to this point for me personally, where like I just have trouble being honest and, and saying it with a straight face. Instead, I really want to like tell people to get out there and like you know show show some show some courage. Just be like get. get I want to tell you to get angry. That they're coming after our souls. They're coming after our spirits. You know, that's the only thing that we really fucking have and they want it. And who the fuck are they to try to take it? They've already taken everything else. Why are like, you know, they're coming for everything. It's just the way that they will, the way that they operate, the way that these sick psychopaths operate, they won't stop until they have everything we need as a species as people who love themselves and respect themselves to not take it anymore. Not to tolerate this shit any fucking more. So with that being said, I'll chime in. I'll leave you on a positive note. Thank you, I'll Ivan. You. <laughs> All right. Short, quick little story. Yes, there's a lot of bullshit going on, but it is based on the intention, what we do with it and when and where to who. Who deserves it and who does it? Yeah, I carry my sidearm. Police, fuck the police. I ignore them. I'm like, these motherfuckers. I know they're the evildoers, you know, the order followers. Fuck them, fuck them, fuck them. So, yes, there is a lot of negative shit going on. However, individually, we can plant those seeds or do, kind, you know, acts of kindness that keep people believing, like, man, maybe there is goodness in the world. And it can be the most obscure, dude, that really doesn't matter. But the thought, the action itself is like, wow, here's the story. All right, so fuck the police and fuck all that shit. All right, me, I'm a movie guy, as you can see. I buy all this stuff. This really? week, new movies came out, fine. 4K Lawrence of Arabia, 4K uh, Bridge on the River Kwai, and The Northman came out on Blu-ray. I have a regular place I go to, Zia Records. So I go there. They have multiple locations in town. Went to the one on Camelback. Last copy of Lawrence of Arabia. They had two copies, Bridge on the River Kwai. Last copy of The Northman. I have that with me. This older lady, she comes around and she's with one of the clerks there and she's looking. It's like, oh, do you, do, do, oh, you guys don't have any more the 4K Lawrence of Arabia? Oh, damn. Oh, man. Like, like this one. And she's like, yeah, that one. Where did you get it? I was like, oh, over here. But I think it was the last one. It's like, oh, man. Okay. Well, but I don't know. You know, there's a store up on Thunderbird. And I think, you know, they they probably have it. Oh, yeah, but I don't travel that much. I live nearby here. I'm like, all right, well, let me see what I can do. Hold, hold on a second. So I get on the phone, call the Thunderbird store myself, not with the clerks. I'm like, oh. and 
message message hey hi yeah do you guys have any copies of the 4k lawrence of arabia yeah we got some okay can you hold it aside yeah and uh, what about the northman because she was looking at my movies is this any good too i was like yeah this is good oh man but this is the last one i was like okay hold on do you guys got any copies of the northman and 4k like, yeah we got that too all right put it aside for ivan it's like all right we got it okay cool then i went ahead and gave her my two copies she's like really i was like yeah here you go it's like oh my god you're a prince thank you oh that's so kind oh, i was like little things it's movies ivan who gives a fuck yeah but it's that i wasn't selfish i was like fuck you bitch this is the last copies ha ha i got no it's about you know shit i know if there was if they ran out of copies and somebody had one and they were generous enough like here you, you can take the copy i can get mine somewhere else i'm like oh dude thank so i did that for this lady and she was happy calling a prince so i was like oh you're such a prince oh that's the one thank you then she gave me her name I was like, my name okay hi okay and sure enough after that i just bought the bridge on the river quite there and drove up to the one at thunderbird which i wasn't in a rush you know had a full tank of gas as a day off drove up there sure enough they had the two copies picked them up done it's like no harm see but yet some goodness came out of this and positivity this older lady could think the world's all fucked up but like wow look this guy he was so nice see, those are the little things that can you know little by little <laughs> you know and, and maybe i could have done more maybe i could have been like i'll give these to you but look i got a website go check out this see i wasn't thinking about that i could have been like damn I mean, next time maybe the next time i do some kindness be like ah it'll come at a price and expense like what here visit this website and check out this information oh okay i'll do that which I really don't have to do because there's co-workers that we were talking stuff and I slipped out podcasts and she's like, oh, podcasts, really? You do? It's like, she's all into podcasts. So I told her about my shit and she went to my website. But nice. the point is that little acts, see, of kindness and unselfishness, you know, and things like that, that can shift, you know, people's perceptions of the world that we don't really live in a totally fucked world. You know, there's still goodness here as is quoted in some movies there's still goodness we're fighting for you know so absolutely you know that, that goodness is uh that goodness is is within you know you're, it's it's so you know you got it is you, a choice <laughs> it yeah. is a choice if you're a freaking asshole you wouldn't have done that plenty of assholes selfish people materialistic people now i got my copy fuck that give up my copy for i don't know you i don't know you Right. Think of the narcissistic ego selfishness involved there. It's like, no, shut that. We're like, you're oh, you on your copy? own. Yeah, you're on yeah. your own, bitch. But no, you're on your <laughs> own, like, you yeah. fucking old lady. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Imagine no, an old lady that. watching the Northman. <laughs> I know. <laughs> right? That young man deceived me. <laughs> I know. I asked her, I was like, you familiar with like Game of Thrones and movies with, you know, yeah. old times, you know, the, you know, brutality and they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can, oh, okay. I'll go on your recommendation. Like, okay, I think you'll like it. You'll, you'll like it. It's like, okay. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Well, thank you, Ivan, for yep. ending on a positive note. You know, mm -hmm. I, I appreciate that story. Just try to live by your example a little bit and just, you know, try to remain hopeful. Just, uh, I, I don't know. I'm having trouble telling good <laughs> stories like that lately. Yeah. <laughs> so, any case, uh, Hey, you guys out there, anyone out there who's made it this far, you're a true champion. And, uh, you know, maybe uh, <laughs> maybe you need to find – I don't know. I, no, I I'm going to say it's something a, a, co a friend. We were driving around the other day, and I said this because she was asking. It was late at night. And for some reason, this came out. She was like, oh, yeah, Pink Floyd. I was like, oh, that's where it's from? I guess so. Because I said, is there anybody out there 
She right. was like, Pink Floyd. I was like, oh, okay. I know I've heard it before, but I didn't connect it with Pink Floyd. So you were saying now, anybody still listening? It's like, is there anybody out there? Right. Uh, Pink Floyd, The Wall. Is there anybody out there? And then the in the background, the guitar is like, hey, I, I, I love that that album. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's, it's great. But um, that's going to do it for us here at A Hitchhiker's Guide to Truth. I've been your host, James Cordner. Go check out my website, freeyourmindne.com. Come back next week uh, right here at the onegreatworknetwork.com. Uh, that's onegreatworknetwork.com, uh, 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. And we will not be going this long next week uh, on the network, but who knows? Um, who do I have next week? Next, Oh, next Me week. Again. Oh, no, next week is going to be uh, the doubleheader of – of uh, a hitchhiker's guide to truth and natural freedom league are going to be teaming up uh on the one great work network and we're, we're going to be taking up both spots so join uh will keller john roland and i as we uh talk our way through some more of the of the problems that we see and uh you know whatever the next week brings for me and you know just um look Oh, yeah. One last thing. Go to shatteringtheillusion.info and uh, check out the rest of the speakers that are going to be there and and whatever uh, whatever else you find along the way. I hope that you just keep it in your heart that we can get out of this, but we need to we need to, you know, learn natural law, get angry, learn natural law, just like it says in the intro video, just like it says in that little slideshow that I made for uh, Joe's song. Get angry and learn natural law. With that being said, peace out and uh, agape, motherfucker.